We live, motherfuckers! I am fresh back from the country of Mexico! I still got fucking corn tortilla dust on my body. Miguel Colon Jr., how you doing, baby? Good, man. You survived your international adventure. And I survived. Pretty much by yourself, except for Courtney and hundreds of other people who were there and the staff that worked in the hotel and then the travel agents who took care well, of you. But by yourself. <laughs> Shout out to the travel agent. And we are definitely... Uh, Maybe this is just the, All right, the travel agent's Mike Busey Goes to Mexico episode, because i got a lot of stuff to talk about. Travel agent's name is Chad, but here's the deal. Next podcast, we're going to drop a lot of information about the travel agent. We're going to make sure we take care of him, but we're in the works on something real dope with him right now. So yeah. we're, we're holding back. We're holding back. We, we don't want to make announcements, yeah. but we're so hot and horny about the things that I've discovered outside of these walls. You You'll never believe house? it, Miguel. You'll never believe it. I've seen mysterious lands. You, and I'm ready to tell everyone about it. I don't know what was more impressive, you going to Mexico by yourself or Courtney going to Mexico by herself. Uh, it was two for me. It was two unique experiences. Like I felt like I was a uh, you know like like when you watch one of those movies and there's there's, there's the group of people in like CIA back at like fucking uh, in, in watching the video of the strike force attacking the village and you're calling up giving directions like move thirty degrees to the left because uh, you guys were on your own but. You needed a little help, but I was proud of you. I was proud of you. I definitely uh, did not enjoy the travel process of our having uh, Papa over here, <laughs> having Poppy Miguel, because I don't even like, like I got to read shit and like I got to look at signs. I got to listen to intercom <laughs> announcements. Like, oh, did they change the terminal? Where the fuck is my luggage? You know, like the basics. Before Courtney flew out, one of the things I had to do with her is I had to Google what an airplane ticket looked like and go over, now this is where your seat is. And I saw her face. Like John I, Madden here in the locker room fucking drawing yeah. up plays. What you gonna do? You're gonna go up the middle the first and then you're gonna make a right? The best was when I was like, now you don't have a check bag. She's like, a what? I was like, a check bag. She's like, I got a blue bag. That's what she said. I was like, I was like, you don't have a check bag. She's like, no, I got a blue bag. I was like, okay. <laughs> At that point, that's when I was like, I'm gonna have to show you what a whole ticket looks like now. Yeah, it was. Uh, and, and what the crazy thing was is uh, she didn't uh, make the flight that was supposed to come with me originally. So she's never been on a plane, and I've never left. And traveled by myself internationally. Have She's I only flown all around the country? Yeah. Yes, I have by myself. I hate it. It's fucking miserable. It's like yeah. having a traveling partner. You know yeah. who doesn't? Who wants to go and read all those signs? And, <laughs> and just, fucking, it keeps going back to reading. <laughs> I'm just like I just want to aimlessly walk. Like you go to Disney World, you know, like when you're going to Disney and you're behind somebody, yeah. you're not looking at anything. You're, yeah, you're just following them. Yeah, you're following their back. You ever you ever done that in a park? And then you look up and you're like. Oh shit, that's not my homie. I've you I've, follow some French dude down the fucking Splash Mountain line. I've done that like, on fuck. the highway and missed an exit. I'm just cruising. Yes, I'm like, exactly. This car in front of me, you're just driving, and then you're like, where am I going? <laughs> you're like, I have I have been in, on that same situation following car. I think uh yeah, I've I fucking definitely have done Yeah, that. you just zone out. Well, yeah. so check it out. To kind of recap, let me kind of start you guys off. Uh, last time, you know, we were talking about getting ready for this trip. Let's start at the trip. It is February 10th. It's actually February 9th. It's like midnight and Mike Because the day before, when anytime I travel, 
the whole day has to be emphasized and focusing on the actual traveling. Which is so funny. Packing. Which is so funny, though, because you used to get so pissed at Robert. You're like, Robert, you're spending a whole day? I, you're spending a whole day getting ready to about, travel. I swear to God, Miguel, I thought about that, too. You used to give him so much shit. You'd be like, you're flying fucking tomorrow. You're spending all day shopping and getting ready? And then I always think about it. I'm like, not only does Mike spend all day, but like the week before, every at least one hour of the day is dedicated to us prepping this trip. I, I did think about that, and I felt hypocritical, and I've already repented for my sins. <laughs> However, I wasn't going to a rope convention uh, an hour away from here. Well, I got all my ropes over here in this suitcase. I got my velvet ropes. I got my satin ropes in this bag. Yeah, Robert's the only person who watches Spider-Man. He's like, look at that web. You know, <laughs> oh, tie that around my dick and strangle it. <laughs> I saw that birthday card that uh, Don Trump Jr. posted on Instagram, and it was like Jeff Epstein's face uh, is like, "Hey, don't leave me hanging." <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. There's a lot of pressure um, with uh, Valentine's Day, and 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 some people, I I Do last you feel year the took. Pressure? Yeah, because it's like even the biggest piece of shit, even if you hate your girlfriend or wife or boyfriend or whatever the case, I feel like women definitely get away with doing absolutely nothing all oh, the time. Because yeah. uh, anytime uh, Courtney says, like, what do you want for your birthday? Or what do you want for Christmas? I'm like, double uh, donger. Uh, a double donger, uh, two women sucking my deck, three women, four to, <laughs> uh, threesome, a full blown orgy. <laughs> Guess how much those cost? Nothing. Don't waste your money at Walgreens and Walmart buying all these oh. fucking stuffed animals and cards. And we know that Courtney's Tinder is full of chicks oh my. who want to come fuck Courtney. Oh, my God. We just got to slightly convince them that I'm going to be there, too. That's that's the disappointing <laughs> part. They're like, oh, fuck. Party well, for two? No, party for three, motherfucker. Cor- Courtney looks so young. Maybe you can say that you're her parental guardian. <laughs> it's so like, uh, for this to work, I got to be there. Oh, I definitely... Uh, Definitely always tell her, like, listen, stop spending money on me on shit. Just bring bitches back that want to fuck. I don't want to talk to them. I don't want to fucking have to, You're like a cave dragon. Just... Like, bring me the souls of the knights. <laughs> Courtney's the little fucking golem lulling people in there. Come meet him. He wants to see you. He always wants to see you. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's free, you know? So save your money, babe. I, I'll take a double donger over a fucking uh, a fancy dinner anytime. Yeah. You know, fucking. Yeah, so this whole. I'm literally, like, I just woke up maybe a couple hours ago. Yeah. I didn't sleep yesterday. And then when I went into Mexico, I was up for so almost yeah, two days. So the day, yeah, because you were packing. It was like midnight. And uh, uh, the, the stress started kicking in. We knew, we, know, we knew the stress. And let me tell you from our angle. Me and the boys noticed the stress started kicking in when you started vacuuming at about 8.30 at night. <laughs> stress stress <laughs> vacuuming. Stress vacuuming. And this is something I will bring up this, guys. We all noticed this. Though. I think we all noticed this. You didn't take any stress out on us. You were stressed out like crazy, but you didn't like flip out or say anything to us. And I could tell that you knew you were like, I'm stressing. I don't want to take it out on them. But then there was a moment where you were like, hey, Courtney, can you get me the vacuum cleaner? And she was like, I'm downloading movies on Netflix. And you're like, what the fuck you need to do? How many movies do you need? I'm like, Courtney, we're not watching no goddamn Netflix in Mexico, motherfucker. I'm taking you on a romantic fucking Valentine's trip. You want to watch movies? We're We're going to a goddamn wedding. What movie are you going to watch, bitch? 
this happens, that's exactly what he said. We're going to a goddamn wedding. What movie are you gonna watch, bitch? And then when this happens, it, I was it, angry as fuck. It reminds me so much of when my mom and dad would fight because all of us in the office become super focused on whatever we're doing. Everybody's just like, I'm just writing this email. And that's how me and my sister would be. My mom and dad would be going at it, and we would just be watching like a movie in the living room and just be like, oh, it's a good movie. Just watching Benji the Hunted. Dad isn't yelling at mom. Mom didn't throw a plate. You know? Here's where my mentality is. All right, so we, we, we have we ever booked a flight like um two weeks Never. And I'm always ahead like, of I'm, schedule? I'm always like, come on, let's book the flights. And you're like, I don't know. I mean, we can book it. And then uh, and then nowadays, the part of me is always thinking of a way to get out of shit. Well, yeah, and because you, you have a big fear of commitment. I have a big fear of commitment. I'm That's a Sagittarius, a, Miguel. Yeah, but what I have like, I, say? I always thought I had a fear of commitment. Mine's just like, I don't want to fucking wife a bitch up. Yours is like, I'm not going to pick those shoes yet. Until we're walking out the house, then I'll. I've had shit in my Amazon cart for fucking like three years. He used to not be able to buy Amazon, guys. He used to not be able to physically pull the trigger, and so one of the things I would do is commitment. I would be like, "All right, I'm not going to pull the trigger on any of these Amazon. Like, it's too much money." And you're like, "No, you got to do it. You got to do it." And he wouldn't because he couldn't hit it. And then what he started doing was waking up people from the house. He would get like, I'd talk to Tucker, and Tucker be like, "Yeah, Mike swung by the, picked me up on the golf cart, and brought me back, and had me buy shit." I never talk myself like, "All right, I got this. Do do I need another one of these? All right, I got four of these." So I need four more of those, but uh, so, so you're packing. You're packing now. That night, you were stressed out and vacuuming. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm like, all right, I'm leaving a couple days. Oh, let me. Re- I'm re- going through the shit in my mind, but then when I, what, what really, really hits me and starts when the stress level comes in, is we're like, all right, Mike. Uh, so your flight's in the morning. We got to be out of here by five a.m. I was like, yeah. oh shit. And here's the thing, Courtney. I had haven't to leave. packed yet. Yeah, Courtney had to leave that night at three a.m. Because she had to go all the way to Miami. That stressed me the fuck out, too. And she had to take the SUV. So we're, like, trying to figure out. But she had to go to Miami, guys, that day. She had an 8 o'clock appointment that I set for her to get her passport. And then her flight was that night. Courtney's the the only girl from Lake County, Florida, who has ever, ever worked at a Buffalo Wild Wings, who never flown on a plane, got her passport all the way down to Miami, then came no, right back to Orlando let, let, no, let's, let's to fly had out the same day. somebody set up her passport appointment for her, had somebody buy her tickets for her, had somebody drive her to Miami, go get her passport, and then that person drove her to the airport. Ralphie drove Courtney to the airport, parked the car, walked Courtney in all the way in there, and then uh, she flew. It was like the... The president's daughter yeah. needed to get like some special. Who's the president of chauffeur. Buffalo Wild Wings' daughter? <laughs> we've got we've got Courtney in here. She's the daughter of the owner. Jebediah got... Wild Wings' daughter. <laughs> so yeah, um, pretty and sh- so Mike though, yours is this. We so we've got to take Cor- or Courtney's got to go in the morning, get all the way to Miami. It's almost a four-hour drive. Then the process for getting her passport could take four to five hours, depending. And then she has another four-hour, five-hour drive with traffic back home. Maybe just getting on her flight. So while Mike's stressed about Courtney's missing her flight, he's also awake. We have to leave at like 5.30 in the morning. To I keep get telling him. myself every time, I'll just take a quick little nap. Quick little nap. I'll be good. No, because well, then my mind takes over. And I'm like, fuck, I still haven't done this. Well, I, I, went up, done that. I went upstairs to take a quick little nap. And I think I fell asleep from You know when you can't tell if you were asleep or you weren't? That usually means you were asleep. And I'm pretty much probably like 45 minutes into like eyes shutting. I don't know. Is it REM sleep? I'm hopping oh, into Oh, yeah. I forgot. And, about this. and then all of a sudden I hear, God damn it, Courtney, 
Courtney, on, now she's been gone for like 20 minutes. She left the house on her way to Miami, has left all her passport paperwork here at the house. All After of it. Mike has been telling her all day, do not let this shit I told her 10 sight. minutes before she left the house. Yeah, and there it was on top of her luggage, and Mike has to call her. So Mike Mike calls her up. That wakes me up, and that stresses me out because I'm like, how long have I been asleep? Have they been driving for an hour? Have they been, you know, how long have I been asleep? <laughs> and then Courtney has to come back, get her paperwork, and at that point, I'm like, I'm staying awake. You, you ever get so mad wrong. at somebody, and you're like, it's a giant I told you so. What the fuck are you thinking? That you don't even bring it up, and they don't yeah. even bring it up either. You just look at each other in disgust, and... She humbly is like, I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> and I'm like, I just told you, make sure, check everything. Physically put eyes on everything and then shove it up your ass. Yeah. Like, I went and bought her one of those special little lanyard things that I wear for passport. Courtney loses her phone three times a day in her house. Yeah. So we knew she was going to lose something. Yeah. That's why I'm glad Ralphie drove her, because I could have definitely seen her stopping somewhere and be like, I got time. So you don't have time until you've got it in your hand. You don't have time. I've, I've talked about this, but I don't try to like ram it down everyone's throat, because I believe everyone should do what the fuck they want to do and not do what the government del- goddamn tells them to do or makes them. But I'm not vaccinated, and they're, everyone's uh, you know like, oh, can you go here? Can you do that? I think it's a giant. I have, peop- I have people all the time hit me up, like some scallywags and candy, like, oh, we can't come see you. Aye, we, 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 What's we, his we, accent? What is this fucking we, we accent? Stuck, we stuck in uh, Canada, aye? And I'm <laughs> like... Everyone becomes sort of Australian when you do an accent. Yeah, whatever. It was close enough. <laughs> no, it's so far from it. So, so uh, I'm like, no, you got to do this and do that. So I was just going to have some shit Photoshop. But no, the responsible, honest Mike... Thanks to Miguel, booked me a little fucking COVID testing. Yeah, he had to get a COVID test to go. So went to CVS Walgreens, got it, came back negative, and had my paperwork with me. Get on the fucking flight. Thank God, I was by myself. I was yeah. definitely like, I was like, it's so lonely in here. Yeah. And I, I, I thought about all of you. I thought about Steven, Chris, Aaron, you, Roddy Rob. Oh, the worst thing for Mike before that was. I wish right, you were there with me. Right when I dropped you off in the airport, I had fucked up. And booked his ticket as Mike and not Michael when his passport says Michael. Oh, yeah. Every time they yeah. fuck with me on and that. And so I literally got, like, pulled right out. My phone starts ringing. And I'm, like, thinking he's going to be like, hey, make sure the pugs, blah, blah, He's like, uh, they're saying that my name's not right on my passport. I think they're going to take care of it, but I don't know. And I'm like, fuck! He was saying <laughs> normal. He said international flights, You ha- it has to be the exact. It can't be, like, short word for the name. You know, so it can't be like if you're if you put Don Brown, it can't be Donatello Brown. Yeah. Anyway, so I had to sort that out. Definitely stressed me out a little bit. And I know when you're stressed and you don't want me to be stressed and you're not blaming me, but you're also stressed with the way you talk. You're like, okay, so right now um, what they're telling me is that my name needs to be Michael and not Mike. I I think they're going to take care of it. I just just want you to know. And it's almost like I feel like it's one of those calls from like the 9-11 hijack plane where they're like, I love you. I don't know what's about to happen, but I love you. (laughs) You know, like, like, I don't want you to get nervous, but I'm nervous. I I love you. I love you. I got to be strong. Yeah. For for Miguel so he can be proud of me. I want him to know when he comes to the memorial and reads my name that, that, that I was brave. He was brave? Yeah. He was brave. My baby was brave. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. So, um, two-hour flight. As always, you go down the aisle, and I see people's faces look at my giant, fat, 6'3 body going, oh, dear God, please no, please no, please no. <laughs> no. And then they'll look at me, make eye contact, and quickly look down at the ground and pretend they're, like, <laughs> looking at something. 
And then, lo and behold, two people sitting row, sitting middle, and I had window, thank God, but I had to go past them. And it was so awkward. And I'm fucking fat. I'm sweating. I got a sweat rag with me. It's it's early in the morning. The sun's getting ready to come up. I'm fucking the the, the plane's heating up. That's why flying at night's always cool. It's yeah. always never hot in there for me. But I get there, two hours. I land in fucking Cancun. Soon as I get there, and I already had watched a lot of YouTube videos, so I knew I was about to get hustled and and ran through like a fucking hoe at a fucking frat party. I just knew uh, I just covered my anus and just be prepared and just keep moving forward. There was a uh, you had arranged a pickup, yeah, from like a, a shuttle service, and. Once you get out, it is literally like, it looks like Wall Street. Like, rah, 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 rah. people are screaming. <laughs> people are jumping out behind you with signs. They're leaning over the counter from the rental car place. I'm like, damn, isn't this like a corporate business? Like, like you got budget. Running. It was like beef. It looked like a fucking, um, like a NASCAR pit when they come in and change your tires. <laughs> They're all like, zoom, 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 zoom. they were all like, yo, 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 taxi, 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 taxi. And then you got people walking up to you, taxi, taxi, taxi. And then they will literally try to manipulate you. And convince you that you are, they are the one that's supposed to take you. <laughs> yeah. I, at one point, I had to like look at him. I was like, no, 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 no. So much that I almost said no. I, I did say no to my actual driver. Because <laughs> I was like. Up. So, like, also what happened was I'd given you all the information about your cab or, or, or your private car. But good old Mexico town, basically, they, they gave me an email. was like, when you get there, have Mike go here. He will see someone in this uniform. They will be holding a sign with his name. They will blah, blah, blah. None of that shit. No. None of that no. shit. <laughs> None of that. I had, if, had I not walked probably 200 yards away from what I thought was going to be the area, I would have been fucked. Yeah. Because you have a 30-minute window before they say they're going to leave you. Luckily, the, the and so Mike calls me up and lets me know. He's like, hey, I'm just going to let you know. Was this supposed to be a private car? I was like, yeah, it's supposed to be a private car. Uh, they sent me out. He goes, okay. Um, they're sending me to another company. Oh yeah, they did the whole like pass pass the hand hand me down. Yeah, uh, to some fucking other guy. Imagine this. Imagine guys, just close your eyes. Imagine you landed in Laguardia and you booked uh, travel with like Johnny's service, and he's supposed to show up in a uniform holding a sign with your name on it. And they sent you an email and said Johnny's car service is going to pick you up. He's going to have a sign with your name on it. He's going to have a black SUV. He's going to be wearing a blue hat. And then you get there and there's just some random dude who's like yeah johnny's i know them here's your name on a clipboard now i'm gonna send you in this car that looks nothing like you're supposed to get in it's like with, the indiana jones yeah. when they fly in with the the chicken uh, cage yeah. and all the shit in the plane and stuff yeah so and then here's the other thing so i'm not vaccinated and i had a negative test i was told i had to have so i don't mean to cause mass hysteria but uh if you're trying to go to cancun you don't need to be vaxxed and no one even asked for my fucking paper showing that I was negative. And good thing they didn't ask for Courtney's because... Because I had it. Yeah, because somehow. she gave it to Mike without knowing she... It wasn't Mike took it. Courtney who's supposed to carry all her shit who... I was so worried about you. The blind leading the and, blind. And this is the best part. I was so worried about Mike. And Mike kept stressing <clears throat> to me, no, Miguel, Courtney's going to fuck this something up. And I'm thinking... Mike, I think Courtney's got. I've changed my whole tune after dealing with this. Now I'm like, yeah, Courtney's gonna fuck something up. Michael Thomas' prophecies were fulfilled. Yeah, Courtney. Now I'm like, oh. Oh, and by the way, Miguel. Yeah. You lied to me, Miguel, because 
Those motherfuckers all don't speak English. Yeah, but I was you were gonna be freaked out if you thought that. Oh, <laughs> you're like, I had to tell you what you, yeah. what you had to hear, yeah, son. Yeah, I had it to get you right, there. I had to just let you think it's gonna be okay. Yeah, I was the old man being like, combat's not as bad as they say it is. And then as you're going, like, it's worse. <laughs> oh yeah. Cause I was over there doing sign language and shit, like car, car. I love that you what why do you think you need to say it with an accent for them to understand? Hey, next it? thing, next time I try travel anywhere internationally which i definitely will be going back to mexico that's you. what's up i'm gonna be fucking traveling with a dry eraser board and markers <laughs> and i'm gonna do like pictionary <laughs> i'm gonna do like a fucking comic strip and then yeah i'm gonna we have should... one that's i'm gonna have like you know um when you you see those footage of the monkeys in laboratories <laughs> and they point to something and like a, a door opens up yeah. and they get like a treat i'm gonna have like a bo- i'm gonna make a a gringo fucking translation board like a speak and say you tap it that things like food i want no lucy wants food (laughs) me hungry (laughs) where the fuck is my shuttle you should have like remember how coloring books how those drawings are we should draw a car flour tortillas and you just thumb through and point to it like this and this yeah no i think they've done some of that in some type of translation so maybe i'm onto something gotta file the patent tomorrow mcgill so you got you got on the vehicle you were by yourself i think your driver's name was engelbert uh i remember you telling whoever me whoever he was he was great very nice he these let me tell you something about let me obviously I'm not talking to you because you i mean you're very school well school the school the world but for those other gringos who are unseasoned travelers like myself because now granted i've only been to canada the bahamas and medellin colombia what's so cooler this- is, is i think about guys like chris who's like i've only been to afghanistan <laughs> it's like how do you react to that because it's like you have you the worst be, travel yeah, agent ever it's like you went somewhere where honestly no one else is gonna go yeah. anybody who like did deployments named places they went to and you're like yeah i've only been to azerbaijan and uh the antarctic just imagine like a hundred years from here everyone's on like social media like oh my god dude i was popping bottles in afghanistan it yeah, was crazy bro, bro it was nuts man i don't know what everybody's problem with the taliban is man those guys fucking rage yeah, just fruit juices and little boys but they were you know? listening to stevie Oki, fucking <laughs> putting beans up their ass oh and my god shoving glow sticks up girls can pussies. you imagine amazing the afghan mountain music festival the oh, korengal yeah. music festival it's just like we've got dj steve aoki uh the baby you know <laughs> so as we're pulling down this main not strip, modest yahoo right off like uh right right when you come out of the airport you're literally like on the i would compare it to like i4 yeah like the big know? strip yeah so it's like the vegas strip also yeah you the know? B- vegas strips also so to the left side which was with the beach side i saw all these magnificent hotels resorts there are like two places in particular that i'm going to google yeah uh as soon as i you know, get fucking adjusted to time traveling through. Because you've just been awake for like an hour now. Yeah. You got I, I, when I say I'm fresh back from Mexico, landed. Miguel, thank you for coming to pick me up. Thank you guys for having the house all nice and clean. I saw that. Uh, I'm glad. Uh, I was so happy to see Jetta. Not so much Piper. I still love her, but she's, you know, she's, she's, it's, it's Jetta. She's yeah. my daughter. You know, this was like a stepdaughter. You yeah. Know? And plus, she's in love with Courtney. Yeah. She still shits in the house. Yeah. But anyways. There's a lot of it, negative. I get depressed when I think about fucking being gone away from uh, Je- uh, Jetta because it gets me depressed. 
and fucks me up because I know she's all depressed. And she was depressed. definitely depressed. And also, I'm going to go on record, and the guys will all agree. Jed is a bitch. Yeah. Like, we're literally trying Diva to Diva City. We're trying to keep this bitch alive, and she's yapping at us, and I'm like, if I don't put food in your bowl, you die. And she's like, arr, arr, arr. Then, it's, like, it's like those rabid animals you see to get yeah. fallen on the ice the ice like pond, and then they're, the farmer's trying but, to get him out, and he's going apeshit, yeah. going to kill him with antlers. Bro, she's barking and growling at me as I'm trying to put food in her bowl. I will have a talk with her immediately yeah. at this well, podcast. And then, and then I'm like, all right, Jetta, then you're not going to get food. And she's like, oh, oh. I'm like, what the fuck, Bro, man? She's been shaking all day. Like she, When she saw me, I snuck up on her, and she looked up like, oh. <laughs> I love you. And yeah. it, it like gets me all sad and emotional. And-, and then Piper, man, she was basically every night, I was sleeping upstairs, Every night, she would just kind of sleep outside my door. So I tried to let her in. One night, I was like, come on in, Piper. She came in. She was all excited, wiggle button and stuff. And I was like, come on the bed. So she came on the bed. I was dog fucking hair everywhere. And it was getting in my eyes. I was like, okay, I'm not feeling this. So I put her on the floor. And I was like, here, lay on this pillow on the floor. And I was like, all right, Piper, you're going to bed. And she's all like happy. I mean, she's in the room. Damn, Miguel, you're really putting a good effort in on yeah, this. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, it. she's like... Just eating her pussy, just sitting there licking herself, and I'm like, "Stop, Piper! Stop! Stop!" stop. And I'm like, "Stop it, Piper!" And I'm like trying to sleep, and then I've got like fucking uh, incubuses. What was that one? Uh, Aqueous transmissions. Bro, I listened on a repeat in Mexico. I I had it upstairs in the room to try to. Wow, we were listening to the same music in different worlds. Well, you're eating your girl's pussy. I'm listening to Piper go. And I'm like, all right, stop this, Piper, stop this. And then I, I like pin her down. I'm like, stop it, Piper. And she's like, <laughs> like awake snoring because she's got that. And I was like, all right, get the fuck out of this room. So as I was uh, arriving, this wonderful taxi driver was very good at trying to explain things to me. And it's always weird when someone's like, so what do you do? Where are you from? Yeah. Oh, from Florida. You know, I was I was repping Florida so hard. I was yeah. in there. I felt like I was like, you know, the ambassador out there just fucking telling everybody we, we still free down here. <laughs> and Mexico is still sucking the dick of this COVID shit heavy. Yeah. Mask city everywhere. Like the only time I couldn't even have a goddamn mask on was in my room and by the pool and on the beach area. I saw people in caves, in caves. <laughs> Underwater, wearing fucking masks. That's the best. Uh, underwater. With a helmet on. <laughs> what are you doing? They probably had a condom on, too. They're like all Pussies. safety. Hey, the best part was you uploaded some uh, videos of you in Mexico. Uh, you put them on your um, Snap. And we're watching you like four-wheel through a cave. And Steven's like, Mike has better internet in a cave in Bro. Mexico than we have in the house. I even said, I go, how the fuck? Do I have better internet in this? I'm in a cave that's, I swear to God, probably 50, 60 feet into the ground. And there's a giant waterfall pouring into it. And I'm like... 5G. 5G (laughs) city, bro. I'm like, holy shit. This fucking place is amazing. So as I'm traveling in, I'm looking at, on the left-hand side, there's a lot of beautiful places. There was a place that had like a... I want to say like a 20-foot giant white wall. And there's a big, like, it looked like it was like the Pentagon or something. 
I was like, what the fuck is that? It was like one little entrance you could go into. Armed guard. There's an armed guard at every fucking I was trying to tell you, place. boys. Yeah, every hotel. And you can't. Here's the thing. If you think you're going to go see your old buddy from college, mm-hmm. you're going to go sneak up and go hang out in the pool with him, maybe have some drinks in the room with him and his girl. No, you ain't. Because they, the moment you even come on the property, you're showing passport. I had like every place I had like a special uh, wristband on me that like fucking I'm pretty sure like read my soul and shit and the, the, uh, there was one point where uh the the second hotel which i'll get into every place you like every 20 feet you put your uh, wristband up to this thing this little sensor and then you point out this they have these cameras everywhere i'm talking dslr cameras in these glass cases that had to be some type of ventilation system in it because it gets so humid, i'm fucking man. like uh, 50 60 feet down in, into the earth and there's water fucking pouring everywhere, and it's taking pictures. And when you get back to your hotel, the, all the photos you took are on your fucking. Uh, Isn't it always TV. funny when you travel to other countries? Because we did this when we went to Colombia, and you look at some things and you're like, "Man, they're backwards on this," and then you look at other things, you're like, "They're light years 100%. ahead of us on this, bro." So l- let me get up to that part because I, w- yeah. I, w- I don't want to talk too much about the second hotel because I stayed at two different places. So as I'm driving through there. I'm I'm seeing like shithole hoods, and I'm like, oh my god, what this is like the this is the fucking uh, if you could donate fucking twenty cents a day, yeah. and, and but you know what I don't see Ocho mile, I don't know? see not one homeless person because I'm like, yo, these Mexicans ain't playing around. These motherfuckers get their leg chopped off. Go get a job, bitch. Yeah, like, go out there and start working. And I've never seen such. Like, I would say poor infrastructure in certain areas because, like, most of the places is fucking amazing. Yeah. But then you see uh, in between. Because when it drops, it drops low. Like, if like that's the thing about, like, we like Colombia. You know, most of Colombia, we, we ride around Medellin. It's New York City. You know, it's all this. But then when you get to a place that's poor, it's a level of poor that's mind-blowing. Yeah, like, there, uh, there's one whole area in Tulum that is basically ran on generators. Yeah. There's, there's no infrastructure there. So... Whoever hustled some gas or diesel or whatever is the one getting electricity that day. And uh, as we're pulling in, I'm seeing a lot of these abandoned, like, water parks. And I'm like, oh, my God. And Mr. Entrepreneur Mike is like, all right, I'm going to make this whole thing. I'm going to convince Miguel that's what we need to do. We need to start Sausage It's a Ninja Turtle-themed water park. Bro, I wasn't even at the first hotel, and I'm like, we're moving to Mexico, Miguel. (laughs) Sausage Castle fucking mexico there was like places that were amazing i'm like holy fuck like because now i kind of want to research the the economy down there like yeah what when did it start popping was there a downtime because it looked like a lot of projects that were started too that didn't get done yeah and um so we flew into cancun but we were headed south to a hotel in the Playa, Le, Playa de, de Karma area. Yeah. I'm gonna, Playa de Karma, yeah. Pla, thank you. You're my translator yeah. for this show because there's a lot of words I'm definitely going to fucking fuck what's up. That, what's that dish they eat in Mexico? It's noodles covered in red sauce and sometimes it has meatballs. <laughs> Gringo balls? Skeskitties? <laughs> it's just skitties. <laughs> so um, we pull in and I'm like, yo, is this the right place? Because I still you know, don't have perfect communication. I have my yeah. dry eraser board or you to translate to my taxi driver and we're fucking going fucking to the i felt like i was going to the fucking um 
the backwoods of Australia, like yeah. that we were eight jungles and shit. Yeah, it was like what the fuck, and then there was like little guard shacks every yeah. couple miles. And I'm thinking, damn, how far is this fucking place? Like, holy shit, what's, where? What's where crazy am I going? too? You talk about guard shacks. What's crazy is so now I feel like, now I know what everyone feels like when they come to my house here. Yeah, when they come like, to- yo, is it really this way, or are we going the right way? What's crazy though is you think about like if you work at a Disney hotel and you work in a guard shack, your job is to make sure some assholes don't try to use the pool. If you work at a guard shack at a Mexican hotel, it might go down one day. Oh yeah, like, <laughs> you have to sit there and be like, I might have to bust caps on a motherfucker one day. Because granted, it had just happened. Like, it just car- happened a week before. Yeah, like 15 cartel people showed up uh, on jet skis with AKs and were fucking shooting people. So uh, that the was definitely in the back of my by. mind. The coolest drive-by. That's yeah. some Waterworld shit. Yeah. You know, that takes production because you need to be like, all right, all right, everybody. You know, like everybody wear black swim. Tra-. And then here's the thing. When you pull a drive-by <laughs> jet skis, uniform? yeah, are you wearing clothes or are you just wearing swim trunks? Yeah. Like, how do you pull a drive-by jet ski? Are you wearing a hoodie with a mask, or are you just fucking out, fucking bronzed up and shit? And then afterwards, you're not. There's no way you're gonna just ride a jet ski for 20 minutes to do the drive-by. You know, afterwards they were one mile down the road just doing tricks and shit. And, and you know, someone was like, "No, all the jet skis must be black. We yeah. can't, we can't have this this Kenny Power shit." Yeah, please. Is them on? Are you fucking kidding me? You bring a fucking wave runner? Bro, I said jet ski. Everybody got a fucking jet ski. How is everyone going to take us seriously, Esteban, if you have a wave runner? You always do this shit. <laughs> Dude, don't forget your SP. You always get burnt. <laughs> yeah, they do it a drive-by and they got little fucking white shit on their nose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, so no cartel shootings that I heard of, and I didn't die, so that's good. So as I pull up to the hotel... um. They open the door. Hello, Senor Busey. Welcome to the Chabla Marano. Maroma. Maroma. Oh, it's close. Yeah. That's that's what you're going to really come with. You're going to come really handy for this yeah. episode, Miguel. Chabla Maroma. We're going to get that work out of you. This right here, boy. I like, I like the vest was also, and, and we'll get to this later, but when I was trying to tell Courtney the name of her hotel, I'm like, repeat after me. I'm like, Chabla Maroma. She's like, uh, ch- Chabo Maro? And I was like, God damn, that's nothing that I just said. I'm over here like, my Sharona? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we pull up, and I think we're at some, like, beautiful fucking little tiki hut. Like, no, it was, like, the hotel itself. It was an open-air lobby. And then we're talking, we're deep in the fucking jungle, but right on the beach. And this hotel, the best way to explain it is it was, like, a if a really famous... It's like if Mick Jagger went to rehab or something and it was all about tranquility and and like calm or some hippie vegan chick. It's like, yeah, I want to get in tune with my energy. That's what this place was because it wasn't like a super fun wild. It was like a Ritz Carlton, super fancy, all these little private villas all over throughout this jungle. They had made this sidewalk um, and... I Every was, room came with a spirit animal guide. Oh, no. Oh, they came with animals, all right, because they don't have to even pay for this extra shit. There was fucking animals everywhere. I, I saw shit that we started Googling, and, and they were only, like, in Cuba and there. And that's, there was, like, one a super rare animal. It was that little rat-looking thing, right? Yeah, that was, like, it was, like, a cross between a squirrel and a pig and a rat. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is that? I started throwing my, my fucking corn tortillas Adam, like, here, take all these corn tortillas. <laughs> it's a squirrel pig rat. Yeah, so, um, and, and and the airport, 
I had uh, took out a hundred pesos, and I'm like, "What the fuck is this?" No, you took you no, you used a hundred dollars to get yeah, a thousand pesos. No, two. Th- I think it was. It was eighteen hundred pesos because it was like supposed to be two thousand, and they. Charged I remember you. calling you yeah. the first night because I'm there by <laughs> myself. Me, no, you called me at the airport. You sent me. This is the thing. No, no, so I'm, I'm talking like, when I was when oh, I was uh, well, in the lot in the hotel at the airport. What I liked is Mike is notorious for sending me pictures without explaining anything. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah, he yeah. sends me a picture of a bunch of pesos, and he goes, "Is this right?" <laughs> That's all it is. I don't know what this means. I didn't it's trust just, no none of these motherfuckers. I had my arms full. I'm like, yeah. "Are you sure that's the price?" I was like <laughs> trying to trick. I'm like convincing, like, "Yo, hey, you ain't you ain't getting me, are you?" And I'm over here like, "Yo, I need like a fucking a chart for like representation of the of the, the dimensions of the pesos and what they're worth in American dollars." When uh, I know what you're about to talk about that when when you the pasta at the, when you looked at the menu the first time. First of all, the, l- let me talk about this. The fucking food there. I can't pronounce none of this shit. And we're at a super, super fancy place. We're there for a wedding. My boy Jay, my homegirl Marine, they're getting married. Post Malone's management. And uh, the entire fucking crew is there. The fucking the managers, managers, managers. The record label executives. Tons of people from the industry. A- agents. Like uh, fucking tour managers. This is like the who's who wedding at this place that is completely because here's every five seconds i keep forgetting that they had rented the whole hotel yeah so i'm like there's just random fucking mexican dudes like and what was cool they were so polite when you would walk by if they were like on a golf cart or like cleaning they would stop and like almost stand at attention and welcome you and i was like this is what i wanted the sausage we'll get gum gang on that instantly yeah yay yay y'all yeah, he he be fucking leap on. Yeah, yeah, hello, welcome to Sausage Castle. Now he's now he's British too. <laughs> and, and I was like, damn, these Mexican people are so fucking nice. And I, I was just like, wow, they would stop. You had to almost like, no, no, keep going. They'd be like, oh, okay, hola, como está? Yeah. And, and by the way, I'm, I'm pretty much like 25% conquered this whole Spanish talking Nailed shit. it. Yo, you're killing it. But reading menus at restaurants, that's going to take a few more days to so conquer. Mike Everything I read, I could not pronounce. No fucking photos. Guys, this is the best. It's like 7.30 over here. I think you're an hour back over there. And uh, Mike calls me up. I time travel today. Yeah, and he calls me up. I'm like, what's up, man? He's like... No, he first sends me a text with a picture of a menu that says something is like 750. It has a dollar sign, but they mean pesos. And he's like, whoa, boy, because like. <laughs> I was like, this chicken pasta costs 750 fucking dollars. <laughs> that shit better suck my dick and massage my feet all weekend. So I'm like, no, Mike, I think it's in pesos. I think it's in pesos. So I do the conversion. I'm like, yeah, it's definitely in pesos. And then we spend a good 45. I felt like. I honestly felt like my son was away at camp, or my son, my son was on that big trip to DC, and uh, now he had to go to a big boy restaurant he'd never gone to before. Because he's like, we're looking over the menu, and I'm having to translate the menu for him in room service, and then go over, and then literally, not only am I translating the menu for him, I'm helping him figure out. I'm like, Mike. Get a pizza and a pasta. You'll eat the pasta now, and then later on that you can have the pizza cold. He's oh, yeah. like, "You think I should get the burger and the fries?" I'm like, "Are you gonna want the fries?" Bro, cold? I was, I was like, he was, you were holding my hand virtually, <laughs> hundred fucking th- thousands of miles away. Like, what should I do? So I like the first <laughs> night with the, with, the, with the room service menu. What should I do? <laughs> I, I was, I was like nervous. I was like, oh, I'll get a pizza, and I would like, I, I was. Here's the thing. You you can talk all the shit about how I'm lack of culture, but that shit don't taste as good as America. I'm 
I don't know if just America is the best to do everything, which they just, did the you pizza have any, tastes like shit. Did you have any traditional Mexican food? Yes. No, was, you did not. Oh, bro, listen, I, the shit I was eating, I don't even know the, how, to, how to pronounce it. I don't know how to draw a picture for it. I don't know what the fuck was eating it. There was, I literally felt like I was doing a blind taste test. Like the whole time I'm in Mexico, because you I had, had the, the, my whole mission had, was to find. I felt like I was like on Survivor on an island. Like, I, what can I eat today? You were trying what to can order. I, will I enjoy? You were trying to order either the cheeseburger, the fettuccine Alfredo, or the pizza. Yeah, but listen, that sh- that fettuccine has different over there, player. That shit, the the whatever the fuck, I don't know. It wasn't corn. Whatever they made the pizza with, I was on. I I literally felt like. Like fucking, uh, fucking Gordon Ramsay coming in the kitchen, like what's this garbage? I was like ready to fucking. I was getting angry. It's like at going one point. to Thailand and being like, these meatballs are shit. You know? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I want my goddamn American balls in my mouth. Fuck your Mexican balls, <laughs> I mate. Want Uncle Sam's balls right in my mouth. Hey, whatever the fuck we be doing over here, shout out to America because y'all just make it taste <laughs> so much better, man. And I ain't talking all that rice and shit because I love, I love fucking chipotle. I'm thinking, yo, I'm going to Mexico. Go, cool. I'm gonna have fucking fucking quesadillas every day <laughs> and fucking, you know, maybe eat some random fucking monkey eye monkey brains and shit. Maybe I try to stay clear of the monkey brains. Chilled <laughs> ah, monkey brains. Ah, there was I saw monkeys, bro. Listen, there was one point I thought Courtney was getting raped. I was out <laughs> by the pool. She blows my phone up and I couldn't hear her. And she's like, God, oh my God, oh my God. I'm like, what? Well, I'm like, I get up, and I start running, and everyone starts like, what's wrong? What's wrong? Are good, you good, music? I was like, what the fuck you just say? She's like, there's monkeys in here. There was a monkey came into our bathroom <laughs> and went and took toilet paper and started dragging it. And I was like, did you film it? She's like, I couldn't get it fast enough. I was like, you get that goddamn monkey. I need that footage. <laughs> The members want to see that monkey. I feel like you're J. Jonah Jameson and Spider-Man. Did you get the footage? <laughs> I was going to start. I, I know, now I know why all these like crazy, exotic, animal handling people go to prison and shit. Because I was like kind of excited. I was like, how can I crate up some fucking wild animals and ship them to fucking the castle? Look, we have indigenous monkeys and this gopher shit squirrel looking thing running <laughs> around. gopher shit pig Somehow squirrel. it just showed up here. It lives freely inside these concrete walls of 80 acres of the Sausage Castle. <laughs> And there was, there was at one point, we had four, and this kind of bummed me out because I'm like, well, it. it was raccoons. They were cute. They were cute. And cute they're skinnier. Like, most animals in other countries are in better shape than our animals. Yeah, because they don't get that delicious American yeah. food, man. They be eating that <laughs> shit. I, I think I lost weight. This whole damn thing, honestly, me and you should go there for like a couple, like six months. We come back fit as fuck. No, I'm going to eat the food there. I no. like the food no, there. No, you, do, you don't. You I've think you like I've been to Mexico it. like eight times. I, I went to, I like I, the food. I had you take me to Taco Bell the moment I landed. That was the worst. I wanted to eat real Mexican food. The moment food. he landed, he's like, and this, this is the old Mike Music thing. I'm like, where do you want to eat? He's like, I mean, I can eat anywhere. I mean, it's Taco Bell. And I'm like, okay. So, we're, and I'm naming all the restaurants we're passing. And I'm like, Courtney, where do you want to eat? She's like, I don't know. I'm like, well, there's this, this, this. He's like, I mean, I, you know, there's Taco Bell. And that's how you know when Mike, when Mike re- keeps repeating when you keep asking what options. He's like, oh, anywhere, you know, Taco Bell. Anywhere. You're like, okay, you want to go like Chick Fil A? Yeah, that's cool, man. Or maybe Taco Bell. You know. Oh, man, but so I was kind of disappointed there were raccoons, but it was kind of cute. It was like four of them. And Courtney was taking my, my radishes from the room service that I had saved. <laughs> Your radishes. And she was fucking making <laughs> trails. Cause let me let me describe these villas. Through these mangroves, these uh, there's all these little hidden, uh, little fucking bungalow looking villas, 
and they all have these little they call a plunge pool it's like a hot tub that doesn't get fucking hot well like my little review on that i kept calling like hey i can get the hot tub on oh my friend uh, this don't get very hot maybe if you like, let a f- couple monkeys play in it <laughs> hey get that chill monkey brain uh fucking grill over here start burning See? some monkey bones uh, under a furnace or something get this bitch hot get one of the big rat gophers to go in there and swim <laughs> and let a monkey play and his pee gonna warm the water right up <laughs> I would have done it too, fucking man. Fucking fat gringo cocksucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know they were. No, I was very nice. I definitely mm-hmm. tipped very handsomely because there was a couple of them. They, I feel like there a lot of people were genuine there more than America. But then I, I know some of them were like, yo, listen, these fucking gringos coming up in here. Don't forget your talking points. I yeah. do this for my family. Yeah. My friend. my friend. So there were times where like it, it, was, it was awkward because Courtney would call room service and say, hey, can, we're, can we get ice? There's no ice machine here. And they'd come, and then he would just kind of like, here, go. Uh, and then they just kind of sit there, and I'm like butt-ass naked in the room, and I, I, I hear the voice. Trying to trap a monkey in the shower. <laughs> oh, the shower is fucking beautiful. You said it was open-air shower, right? Was, yeah, and it was crazy because when you went out there, and this is the first hotel I was at, uh, there was like two glass panels. One's like for the conservative one. One's like, oh, I'm trying to get wild. Yeah. So it was like open air, and you can hear people walking around and see just a little bit of them, but they can't see you because the way they have the the landscaping is basically like all private, so they can't see you, but you can kind of see them. It's you know a, a peep and tom would would have some problems, you know, but you were like oh wow i'm just kind of like an open i felt like i was in a fucking a, a rainforest yeah like a jungle at one point it, it rained actually the day of the wedding which was very stressful and i was like oh my god i'm fucking showering in the rain i'm over here just i'm getting off track here but that's welcome to the show but um <laughs> it was as soon as you walked in there's like these sliding doors that everything was like cedar and wood and it was like made of this limestone shit. It was beautiful. I looked at the pictures. It was beautiful. It, it was amazing. It was amazing. Everything there. As soon as you walk in, they had a TV, which we're totally gonna do this for the the guest suites upstairs. It was like a slideshow. Oh, it was, it was a video that. presentation. And in there, I, I I would I would kind of listen to whatever. I think I kind of got, went hard on Courtney about the Netflix thing. It's like, we ain't watching shit. We're going to w- listen to this goddamn fucking therapeutic Sounds of the Mayan Jungle Earth video. Oh. And there's like a lady, they call it a rebirthing ceremony. It was like this fucking um, a sh- shaman, like, like spreading fucking leaves on them. Do you, them is burning. it one of those where you like go through a simulated vagina and pop out at the end? I hope so, because if that was the case, I would have bought it, but I they didn't have it, good enough photos. And literally, they'd be like, oh no, he's breached. And I'd be like, fix it, fix it, turn me, turn me in the womb. They did like some sound therapy. So I listened for three days to this promo video playing on my TV, like, <laughs> it was so peaceful. I heard water and like monkeys, and, and monkeys and shit. You you had a video and I could hear everything at night. All the animals, going oh yeah, ape shit. And and there's this one part where there's like shaman priest Mayan guys like, and every every like every about an hour or so, I'd be in the bathroom. I'd be like, 
Hello? Hello? I kept thinking there was like some some Mayan fucking priest in the fucking lobby. And one time they came and I had got fooled so many times by the promo video, I ignored him. So then he came and then left a room service out on the door and I didn't know he had come. So I called the fucking, hey, hey, my friend, where's my... Where's my fucking... Where's my shit pizza? Where's my shitty-ass pizza? And it's like, oh, it was, it's, it's drugged off. I was like, what? I go out there, and it's fucking on the ground, and raccoons had grabbed <laughs> I was like, maricon! <laughs> so at this time, I was at war with these motherfucking raccoons. So I was like, I'm going to fuck them up now. So I was kind of like, all right, we, we, we're going to, I had to be waiting. So I got on this like big ass couch. They had a, this, this like hot tub thing out there. Everything was fucking, it was just so fucking nature natural. It was like what you would think if you lived like back then, but there was electricity. And it was, it was fucking so, if some celebrity was going to rehab and detox, it was very private. There was only like a hundred of us at this whole giant ass hotel and they were all, Sometimes I was walking around and I'd see all of them just standing there, like kind of like I don't know what to do. And then when you look at them, they would kind of like kind of freak out a little bit. And then <laughs> I would be like, "Yo, what the fuck? All these damn to be in the business, man." I'm like, "Why the fuck all these damn employees just standing around?" I was like, "That's right, they're here, like waiting on us, hand and foot." Yeah. And uh, did you have some of them uh, like start guarding your room for raccoons? Just well, have nine people standing around your room. Well, every time everyone went to their villa, you, you, we all kind of congregated out by the pool. And we'd all, like, tell stories, like, yo, man, fucking last night monkeys. Like, no, bro, I had these fucking some crazy rat thing come into my room. I was like, bro. So I, I think that, like, they just stopped caring and, and you know, get the tours. Like, oh, my God. He's tours love raccoon. it. You came back in your room. There'd been a raccoon fucking massaging Courtney. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> if she'll shut the fuck up. I'd be like, yo, how much <laughs> that shit costing us? Because everything, they told us, like, my friend, everything is complimentary in the fridge and we restock it every day. And hold on, first of all, whatever the fuck that y'all try to call that apple juice shit, nah, you fucked up on that one too, player. <laughs> Give me my sour cream, my cheese. I don't want no, that shit smells super weird. I don't want it. I, I was living, it was one point, I, I showed up to a breakfast, and when I was there, I was like, oh, that's cottage cheese. Um, and I was kind of like scared to taste it. I'm like, hold on, let me. I'm like smelling it and shit. I'm like, okay, this will work. And I was like, all right, I got this. Okay, watermelon. Cause I'm like, how can you fuck up watermelon and cantaloupe? Okay, so I got that. So I lived on cottage cheese, watermelon, cantaloupe, and charcuterie. And there was two different type of like tables. There was one that was like the fancy, weird smelling Fermunda cheese shit. And then there was, that's the rich people cheese. I wanted the fucking, not in Walmart, but at Publix cheese you and i so lived on cheese and pepperoni cultured motherfucker yeah bro. And guess what I, I lost probably lost 20 pounds bro i was walking everywhere and not, not, you got not, the chafe though bro chafe city i saw the video of courtney putting ointment on you i, I had to have my legs up in the air <laughs> you look like you were getting fucked or like she was eating your ass out because your legs were floating yeah. in the air it was and some she hello was between your suspect legs shit I, look, I felt like a grown-ass man with a diaper on she was changing my diaper you were on that on that rick ross booty eating legs in the air type shit <laughs> Trick yeah. Daddy, yes. Trick Daddy, yeah. Yes. I, and I was like, oh, all right. So I filmed it. And I posted it for the followers. Check it out on the Snapchat. And, and if you didn't get to see my adventures, I'm going to have Steven, as always, take everything that was too naughty. Because I definitely was doing some fucking, there was dex, def, there's definitely some slow-mo Mexican cum shots, my friend. Don't worry. The lento shot. And there's I, all time. I'll, well, I'll talk about that later. I but, actually um, didn't tell you another thing that I knew, and that was... Courtney was going to be coming off her period. 
Oh yeah. As you got into Mexico, and here's the best part: Courtney comes and tells me she's like, "Here we go." She's like, "I know Mike's all stressed out. I didn't want to tell him this." And I'm like at the computer. I'm like, "What's up, man? You can tell me anything." She's like, "Um, I'm gonna be probably on my period for the first days in Mexico." I go, "God damn it, Courtney!" I was, I was like, like, "You were gonna fuck everything up." Like, I could have brought gonna... so many scallywags to this beautiful event. I'm like, I'm not gonna hear the end of this shit. I'm not uh, gonna like I planned it, Mike. Like I planned it. I was like, God, why have you forsaken me? <laughs> why? I, I was yeah, I was definitely not excited about that news. Luckily, by the time I was ready, she, it was it was prepared. And the chafe, the chafe probably bought her an extra day. Oh, at least because I had to start strategizing where I'm going. Like some people were like, Yeah, I'm just walking around. I was like, Oh yeah, so where exactly are we going? How, how bad? Far is how that? bad was it? Bro, it was. I, I have a. I have the most disgusting photo of me ever. <laughs> I had her take a photo because I wanted to see how bad it was. I was like, "Wow!" If if I, this, I should put it. I should put it on the members' feed. It's the most disgusting. Look like fried chicken skin. Oh my! It looked like a, it looked like a burn victim. <laughs> it's like I was literally walking around spitting out diamonds and sand, <laughs> and then they had these like fancy ass umbrellas. So then after about day one, I was fucking already burnt like a fucking red lobster. So I had to walk around with an umbrella and shit like I'm Bentley's Bogglesworth and shit. <laughs> with, my, Bentley? with my fucking doom, sweat rag doom, and shit. Doom, doom, like I was in an outcast video dancing around doing tap tap shoes and I shit. I like the way you peel. Yeah. Doom, doom. <laughs> yeah, so in between trying to understand what the fuck uh, food I was eating, how many pesos I'm supposed to give them, having too much. Uh, too little. What's free? What's uh, what's not free? Because every time you know, you know, s- some of these things, and I was already like, everyone's like, don't drink the water, because I was, I had good internet. Yeah. Which is uh, a surprise for Mike Busey Adventure. Yeah. Which never happened. So shout out to the Mexicans with a good ass internet. And uh, I was just kind of you know paranoid because I had already spent a lot of money on this trip, and I, I was basically going on this playing this wedding to go to go to be a part of and then i was like well shit that's the it it ends the day before valentine's day i'll extend the day so my plan was to extend it to to do something cute because last year uh actually i mean most of y'all know but i'm on tiktok now and i'm basically um well been i've had everything i've posted get deleted <laughs> multiple times and, and i don't even know how i have an account and right the now. comment section on tiktok has just ripped you apart for anything oh yeah if, if i ever had if i ever wanted to eat a bullet or a tattoo on lovable on my face i fucking just need to go read my tiktok comments like no wonder fucking people and these are, are mentally like 14 unstable. year old little kids just roasting you too oh yeah they, they were like some were like just seeing this i, I filmed a video where I'm, I'm in bed on a Friday night just chilling because everyone's in my room just watching. We're just like hanging out, and they next thing you know, uh, Electron John's like, "Hey, the Amazon driver is in here." And I was like, "Oh, I guess bring him here." So then I'm like, I break out my phone and I film it, and he, I was like, "Oh, just here, put the packages right here, I guess, on the bed." And I thought it was funny, but they were like, "Oh, this fat piece of shit." This gives me 600-pound life vibes. Uh, and I'm like, I kind of see that part, but then they were like, <laughs> they, they were don't understand. They you, man. Like, they, they, were just... they didn't understand, yeah, that the guy was like a, 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 a follower of yeah. mine. And he was like Snapchatting me like, yo, yeah. are y'all still home? Because I, I got I got a, uh, some packages for y'all. This is the Amazon driver Snapchatting me. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, come on. And, and I knew he wanted to see them in the house. I was like, yeah, well, come on in, you know, whatever. And, and then that turned into like, 
oh, who are these little girls in this room right now? Why is there a bank vault? Courtney's wearing a book bag, and her friend <laughs> Kyle, they definitely look young. Yeah, they look like they're selling Girl Scout cookies to you. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh, my God. The best was when they're were, when they were looking at Electron John, they're like, is that your dad? <laughs> yeah. Why is he in the bed? And you don't see nothing but my ankles. Yeah. So they just think that I'm like. Being like hella disrespectful, like yeah, put those packages there, peasant. Yeah, and he's like kind of awkward because he sees me filming. Yeah, and but he's also excited to be in the house. But then it just yeah, and and they just were heartless. But every TikTok, it is literally like I thought World Star was horrible with the negativity and everything yeah. back in the day. Now I'm not talking about that uh, the the Instagram. I'm talking about like the the website. You used to have yeah. to actually go to the website. Yeah. To go check it out, and I would see the most hateful comments. Yeah, that's where TikTok lives. But I uh, last year I took Courtney to McDonald's. I told her to get all dressed up and take her somewhere nice. And I brought a white tablecloth, candles, like um, a, gl- a, sh- a champagne gl- or wine glasses. I lit a candle, put a white tablecloth down, put a little bump box, play some some Barry White, and I, it was a little test. And she was totally cool and awesome with it, and. I was like, all right, now it's time to go to the real dinner. I took her to a fancy uh, steakhouse and spent way too much money. Sat in some, like, private room. But then people were like, oh, what a piece of shit. You took your girlfriend to fucking McDonald's. Were you broke? I was like, oh, my God. I was like, did you watch the rest of the goddamn TikTok I made, motherfucker? It literally says, like, basically saying I put her up to a test to see if she was a real one. She passes, and I took her to fucking Mexico this year. And people were just like... I was like, man, these motherfuckers are ruthless, which I already knew. But my my TikTok is open to the public, so anyone can see it. So basically, I leave myself at the at the at the mercy of these twelve year olds and <laughs> and these angry fucking dusty nerds that my, are pissed my, at life. My buddy Jay used to play uh, uh, Skyrim online, and he's like. He would just uh, sit there. He's like, I'd be mining ore all day, and I would go to, like, a tavern to try to sell it. He's like, and gangs of 12-year-olds would just be like, and he goes, they were talking shit to him, and then he was like, man, I'll fuck all y'all up. He goes, and then a group of 12-year-old kids were like, you want to fuck us? He goes, and then they started just being like, he's oh a pedophile. He's a pedophile. He's like, I just wanted to buy new swords. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's the same type of energy I feel, you know? So... I'm enjoying this beautiful fucking Maya, Riviera Mayan area that I'm in. I'm, I'm a little above Tulum, uh, south of Cancun. Absolutely, I literally think that that place is just absolutely amazing. Yeah. Like, there was one point I'm like, I owe the IRS some money. Do I just do I just stay right here and just this is my final showdown? How how many gringo balls and because can I live off fucking cottage cheese? How long can I do that for? Don't pay the IRS the money. You could definitely live there. For for the rest of the months, yeah, you know that's a great idea. Yeah, just don't pay him money. It, yeah. it works out for everybody. Wesley Snipes is in movies again. You know, like, <laughs> that's what they did at Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. Meet me in Mexico, my friend. Yeah, just hang out there. Fucking old red will show up. I'm fucking. I'm chilling, and I had did some little bit of research, uh, and I saw this like big Mayan temple right next door <laughs> to this uh, hotel I'm staying at. So I'm starting to drink, and I'm talking to, to Post Malone's whole camp, and everyone was like, yo, what up, bro? Everyone's, you know. And I kind of forgot that we had rented the hotel for themselves, or they did, and they're, like, smoking weed everywhere, bringing bottles around, and, and the, all these uh, wonderful staff are just walking around, you know, fucking giving us whatever we need or want. Yeah. And uh, 
I, I fucking said, hey, who wants to go see this temple? They're like, yeah, yeah, let's go see it. And I guess I got a little distracted, and I just started walking off of the beach myself. And then I went to go look for it. Plus, you got to remember, I'm, I'm in, I don't have my date with me. I don't have yeah. Courtney. I'm in Mexico by myself, you know. Plus, I got a lot of homies and shit, but they all got, like, chicks and shit. You know, everyone's kind of, like, brought a date. And, and everybody just got there that day, too. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I don't want to waste this whole day. Let me go on this adventure. So I start walking on the beach, and I was like, damn, this bitch is, like, really close. I'm this little. I'm following this little blue dot on on Google Maps. Start walking, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I walked past it. So then I I said, "Fuck!" I walked past it. I was like, "Damn!" I didn't even see that motherfucker. So I started walking back up another like hundred yards. I'm like, "Yo, it's right here." Okay, so I I went up into like these mangroves, kind of like through these trees and shit. And there was a bunch of stickers. It's like these sand dunes. And I started looking. And I come into this fence. Like, what the fuck? Where is this motherfucker? And I'm looking back at Google Maps, and I'm like. Yo, what the fuck? This this shit's this shit's gone. I was like, they they desecrated this beautiful Mayan temple, and like now it's just beach sand. What the fuck is going on? Because you could see a vacant area where where it used to be. So I was like, man, what the fuck? I pissed in a couple bushes, and stared at some coconuts, and did you ever find out what happened? So I walked back up there, talked to the rest of the guys, and they said, yo, we were looking at this shit. What are you talking about? And then they, uh, one of one of uh, Jay's homies, was using uh, Apple Maps, and Apple Maps apparently, at least in that area, has a newer, up-to-date thing, and his doesn't show the temple that I'm showing. So everyone thinks like, oh, Mike's like drunk, or yeah, I, yeah. I, then I'm not all about that. I felt like I yeah. kind of feel like they were like questioning my intelligence. I was like, nah, look, and I showed them like, what the fuck? And they started zooming in, zooming out, like, where the fuck is it? And only thing I could think of is basically he had an updated version of the map. On you didn't ask the staff? No. You didn't be like, hey, where's the market? Actually, temple? no, I did. I told, I told uh, one of these chicks there that was at the wedding. She's like, oh, yeah, we went to that earlier. Oh, my God, so cool. So then, like, I never even imagined the thing that someone just took it down. And then come to find out, it wasn't... Uh, I had an old version. I guess Google Maps is older than Apple Maps for somehow. I, I find that fucking ironic since Google Earth and Map and yeah. shit. So on his version, there's the whole hotel. And I look back at mine, I was like, wait a minute. The hotel we're at right now is not even here. So the entire hotel wasn't there. And that temple was. So which led me to believe that it wasn't a temple. It was like it a was, hotel or something Yeah, else? some decorative like art thing. Unless it was, they it, built the hotel on sacred Mayan grounds. That's why the monkeys are so violent. Yeah, they were pissed. And, and so, yeah, I was going, I was trying to, you know, because when you go on vacation, you want to maximize your trip. Yeah. And I'm alone. And you're, and you're also really big. Like, I, I know this about you. You like to, like, plan everything, but you don't take into consideration the fact that, like, like, when you're making a plan, you'll be like, I'll walk to the Mayan temple. That should take 15 minutes. I'll see the Mayan temple. That should take 15 minutes. I'll walk back. That should take 15 minutes. And your plans, you'll, like, schedule an itinerary of a day, and you're like, there's never a moment for you to be like, oh, I like this a little more. Let me take 20. And then what will happen for you is you won't leave to the Mayan. You'll say, I'm going to leave for the Mayan temple at 4. I'll get there at 4.15. I'll the see whole trip? 
I was gonna leave to go to some Mayan temple. Yeah, and you won't. I, I know you. You put you put on the plan. Get there at five. You won't leave till nine. And then you'll be like, well, what else do I got to change in the itinerary now? What was yeah. that place? Inchin uh, what, what the fuck is it? Give me one more and I'll tell you. Oh, fuck. Give you. me one more. Give me one more. Inchin Ninchu? Chichen Itza. Chichen Ninja. Man, yeah. how do you remember that shit? Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, so complex. Inchin That shit was like two and a half hours from where I was. Yeah. I was like, fuck, man. And then I started looking. I was like, closed. I was like, I, I, I'm trying to just roll up on these motherfucking temples. Like, is it a theme park now? These fucking <laughs> Sorry, guys, are gonna the be temple's disgusting. closed. <laughs> I'm like, yo, I'm up cutting some heads off in there and shit and drinking some blood from some babies and shit. Like, I want to see this shit. Yeah, so I didn't go see any fucking temple. But what I didn't go see, I definitely made up for because I just was like, all right. I'm going to fucking maximize. I'm going to stay up for fucking five days, basically, and go see everything I can, which I did a very good job. Like, I'm, I'm, my eyes feel heavy as fuck right now. And I slept from, like, what, two or three till About fucking About three o'clock till, like, eight, yeah. Yeah, so I got... You I got five hours in. Yeah, it was fucking... So when you... you how was the wedding, though? Beautiful. It was, it, was, it was fucking absolutely beautiful because it's on a beach, for one, and... Marine Jay's uh, now wife, she's got hot friends. Yeah, they're all and hot Armenian chicks. Hot, right? successful, like this girl. Any chick like, that's a dodged fucking... a genocide is usually hot. Yeah, she, the, her whole crew, all sexy, fun couples. Definitely some fucking like this guy. Fucking definitely escaped some Serbia. Fucking fucking concentration camp or some shit. I don't even know. If that was even the right country. Nah, but okay. fuck it, man. You're trying. It, yeah. There was uh there were points where I'm like, whoa, this is some crazy shit. You could tell who they were. They're ones yeah. that weren't impressed. They're just kinda like sitting around like watching all these younger people. Yeah. And but they I went up to one, I was like, Can I get you something to like Did you use the accent? Did you use that accent? Yeah, I feel like I, I became the Mexican uh employees. <laughs> Hello, housekeeping. Can I get you something, my friend? <laughs> what do I just have an Indian twang? To I kept saying, my friend, my friend, my friend. I, I said that to everybody, everybody. I said the taxi driver. I said the motherfuckers at the buffet. I, I, I said, I was like, because you know, here's the thing. I'm already like, what, like four or five grand into this trip. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, I'm trying to cut corners. You know what I'm saying? Like, where is the free shit at? He's like, I don't, I ain't trying to. I already got a free monkey in this bag. I'm not trying to pay fucking $150 for some shit I'm disgusted at. And then I would have loved to have a a $10 fucking Taco Bell fucking item. I was like, yo, we got to be like a little smart here. You know, you don't want to get that mystery charges at the end. And, and, and it was crazy because I was just like, man, fucking this is. I can't read none of this shit, and there's no pictures. And- That's my favorite. When you go to restaurants, Mike, and you're like, there's no pictures on the menu. Like, no, because we're grown up. You're like, there's no pictures. There's no pictures. And apparently, whatever I ate, because uh, bo- second day, I had, first or second day, I had successfully had already shit myself. <laughs> and I didn't realize when I left the toilet to go to the shower because uh, there were no bidets, minus 10 points of that in Mexico. Step your game up. Uh, I had drizzled diarrhea. <laughs> diarrhea? What's diarrhea? That's a soda? That's a new diet. Diarrhea. Diarrhea. 
all I wanna, over. Can I get a diarrhea with salt on the rocks, please? All over this limestone conquistador fucking Mayan temple. You're gonna attract more floor. monkeys like that, bro. Oh yeah, the monkeys were fiending for the diarrheas. <laughs> diarrheas. <laughs> A, I'm gonna just get it. We're gonna make a shirt. It's a margarita. It's just diarrhea. It's just a poop emoji in a glass with a lime on it. <laughs> a little umbrella and shit on it. So, with a coat hanger inside of it. Coat hanger and an umbrella. It's your straw. You mix it with a coat hanger. Your diarrhea. Uh, so, obviously, I, I was a little into the shower and shit. You know, I'm like, damn, this shit is fucking crazy, man. This is fucking beautiful. And then I'm kind of like making sure. I don't want to become a sex offender and little Timmy and Tommy <laughs> see my fucking little ass dick and balls through a fucking jungle canopy and shit. So I was like, is it, is it safe to come out? Because I'm very comfortable being naked, but I, I can imagine someone who's more reserved, they'd be like yeah. scared to use this shower. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. You know? But like uh, I, have a, I have a meeting with you every day, usually, your butt ass naked in the shower. Yeah. And that's my let me go over what's been going on today. Meeting. It's a great time to do it, too. You know, I can't be distracted as much, you know. <laughs> So I get up. Well, I guess I had been in the shower a little longer than I expected. And lo and behold, I look down at the ground of this like limestone hard rock and my diarrhea droplets had dried up. <laughs> and I went to like just wipe it up with toilet paper. And of course, it shredded it and it wasn't getting it up. So then I start kind of panicking. It's going like, to soak into the limestone. It's porous. I'm like, oh, my God. I was like, oh, my friend, my friend, my friend. This is not good. You have to take your driver's license and scrape it. Bro, I literally started spackling water that it probably charged me $20 to. I started pouring it on the diarrhea droplets and had to soak in there. And housekeeping comes in to do a clean. And... I see her kind of like, you can see the diarrhea droplets from the toilet to the shower. <laughs> like a breadcrumb trail of diarrhea droplets. I'm kind of like panicking a little bit. So I start throwing more water on it. And she's like, oh, be careful. Mucho agua. <laughs> she's agua. like, agua. See that Spanish boy? Look at that. Damn, yeah, so I'm right. killing this. Hey, y'all swipe up from my fucking, my Espanol glasses, baby. She's like, be careful because... <laughs> You're already the kind of dumbass who shits himself. <laughs> You're probably the same kind of dumbass who's gonna slip on your shit water. Yes, I was like, oh, and I know if this fucking. You know she knew it was straight diarrhea. Like, oh yeah, no, it was hundred percent. It was like neat. It was like it was brown orange. Stinky as you were putting water on it. Yeah, and then, and then it was then it was started. Uh, you should have lied. You should be like, a fucking monkey came in here. I do and just shit everywhere. I would like to make one complaint. Uh, these these shower grids, they uh, they're like waffle. These, we, the waffle stomp uh, shower grids they had kind of started hurting after a while. And I guess I'm a little too fat because I think I may, may or may not broke one or two. Because as I'm standing, it was basically like a, a really fan, fancy looking pallet that you stood on. Oh, that was the drainage was like that? Yeah. Well, until you were in there too long and you had diarrhea water everywhere. Then all of a sudden it started kind of like flooding the bathroom. And I'm like, oh, God, I got my credit card this on this shit. This is your first night, too? Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> Courtney's not there to help me clean up my diarrhea droplets. <laughs> I'm feeling kind of horny and lonely. I'm swiping on Bumble. I'm you, getting, I'm you, getting matches in Bumble. Were I'm you like, matching Bumble chicks in, in Oh, in yeah, Mexico? I was matching. I, I had bitches trying to meet up, pull up. And the, let me ask you a question. You ever gone somewhere far away from home, and you're like, you know what? I'll lower my standards All a little day. bit. All day. 
I was lowering my standard. I was like, well, shit, you know. On the road in comedy, we got to say it. Every 300 miles, you can subtract a point, you know? (laughs) Oh, bro, listen. There was... Listen, I, there's a couple of super baddies that are probably going to come visit me. Uh, however, there's definitely some some less desirables there. But I was, you know, I like to immerse myself in the culture. Would, my friend, my friend, you, I wanted to you, meet the, the the locals of the town. How would and, you have like dropped that one on Courtney? Like, so Courtney, we got a girl coming over. Oh She's yeah, she's ugly. What <laughs> what kind of happened? But this one was the super hot one. She's like. Who's who? Who's uh? Who who's that texting you? I was like, oh, it's this girl. She's like, what do you mean? From where? I was like, oh, from here. I'm matched on Bumble. <laughs> you know, it's a chick, Courtney. I don't know. You know. And then she saw hot how hot she was when I showed her, and then all of a sudden she was like, oh, yeah, whatever. Oh yeah, that turned it off right there. And I was like, how am I gonna? How are you gonna get, get, get her in the guest? hotel? I was like, how am I gonna get her to this hotel? I was thinking you have the- to walk through the jungle. Uh. Go through the Mayan temple. I was, she was, I was gonna tell her, listen, I know this jet ski place rental. <laughs> Find the black jet skis and right up on the beach, because you ain't getting into this motherfucker. Like it's, you're like, listen, I'm like, damn, this is kind of a cock block, because you, basically you got to bring your own pussy, yeah, to, to to Mexico. Well, to these these resorts, you have to because they don't want everybody just bum rushing the resort. I would like to make a complaint though, other than of like one or two, which one was kind of hollering at me. Yeah, uh, that was the second hotel. I didn't see no sexy Mexican girls working at any places. I, I don't know if hot Mexican girls don't have to work like in America. Maybe they have the the Espen, the 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 fucking beans and rice quesadilla OnlyFans download. I don't know because all the women I saw working in the hotels were all like less than desirable. They're probably all older too, right? But on Bumble, yeah, they were fucking. They were smoke shows. Yeah. And here's another here's another analyzation I observed. This is another ignorant statement I'm going to say. I noticed that the darker skinned Mexicans seem more sad, and the <laughs> light skinned Mexicans seemed more happy. How did you notice that? Because I kept looking. I'm like, hola, hola, cómo está? And oh, hello, 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 hola. And I was like, damn, they're like kind of like depressed and. Because they're probably the ones that have to clean. They're like, oh, you, that was just the department that had to clean your dookie. So off I was like, the floor. Is, is there inter? Is there like uh, Mexican on Mexican racism within their culture? Like, do the well, light skinned Mexicans uh, thrive more than the dark skinned Mexicans? I like how you say that. Is there Mexican on Mexican racism? Because there's American on American racism. Well, it happens in the I mean, black in the black yeah, culture. You'll see you'll see black girls who hate on light skinned black girls. But Mexico is an entire country, just like America. So the people don't come in one shade. Well, the ones, you know that, I mean? <laughs> the ones that fucking were light-skinned Mexican were way more happier, and it seemed they had management positions. Ooh. So I'd like to raise awareness for the inter-Mexican uh, discrimination within the walls of Mexico. It's my new movement. It's on my Instagram bio with the Mexican flag <laughs> emoji. But... uh how is Courtney? Because Courtney always well, tells me that Courtney's always trying to tell me how much Spanish she can understand. Yeah, she's she, always throwing that like, "Oh, I can understand because I grew up in Groveland. I grew up yeah. in Little Mexico." I'll go and uh, bullshit. Yeah, about to say because here's the deal: when Courtney landed, Courtney landed at eleven o'clock at night. Uh, I, I think I, I think I even have uh, the text message when Court. Remember, this is Courtney's always telling me like, Miguel, I can understand Spanish. I don't speak it, but I understand. Which is what all white people always tell me. They're always like, I don't speak it, but I understand it. Yeah. We, uh, we, this we, is Courtney's text message at eleven fifty three from the person who doesn't speak Spanish but uh, understands it. Uh, I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out. 
Miguel, I'm freaking out. <laughs> you sure that wasn't me? No, that was you earlier. Where's I found the flour tortillas? I found my driver, but I'm not alone. There's an entire car full. He asked me where I'm going. Like, I showed him twice. He knew the name of the place, uh, and my name is on a list. I said, okay. Sounds like your driver. I said, you're going to the Chable Maroma. She said, yeah, I know, but he still asked me where I was going. I said, here's where you're going. It's the exact address. And then she's like, okay, I can do this. <laughs> like, yeah, everyone can do this. White girls do this on the spring break every year. Yeah, it was. Uh, and here's the other thing, too. When Courtney finally did show up. Was uh, the dookie off the floor? A, there's a little residue. <laughs> so watch, watch, watch the card statements in the next week or so. We got to make sure they don't get us on that. Um, the, everyone there. Was partying their asses off. All the crew for the, from the uh, wedding. Yeah, and I'm thinking like, yo, these motherfuckers are like, getting married this weekend. They're gonna look like fucking like shit. Yeah, because you guys were taking it pretty me- mellow. You were having a good time, but you weren't. Yeah, it was crazy. like I was trying to like not work as much, and I tried not to call y'all. Or, yeah, or you stress. did good. I tried to be like, you know, it's kind of like the boss has a vacation, so they should have a vacation. So I kind of like just just nonchalantly didn't try to hit y'all up, and I really did miss. I really wish. Um, I'm that guy that wants his bros around, you know. Yeah. Hence the sausage castle. So I'm looking at the I, I'm looking at the credit card, man. No crazy charges that don't make sense. Well, I try to stay away from all the scams and the. I was definitely in a, a nice little bubble for the most part. There were a couple times where I definitely saw some hustling uh, potential, but they they didn't get me. But everyone was fucking getting shit, fucking face wasted. Even then, after the first night, even the second night, which was the night before the wedding, I'm like thinking, oh, you know, they won't possibly go this hard, right? Well, no, they were going fucking hard, and uh, they uh, Post Malone and his manager Dre have like this, uh, their, like their own tequila. So they had like rebottled like these fancy. There was literally it was like an unlimited tequila bar everywhere. Oh, so people were getting fucked up. Oh yeah, there was like couples fighting and shit. There was and some, an Armenian probably too. Oh yeah. So during the wedding, the Armenians they throw money on the bride, and I was like thinking, damn, this is kind of a little ratchet. They got little kids around here, like little flower girls are like picking up money and shit. I'm like, this is weird. Um, but they were like. No, this is our country. We we in our country we throw money at the bride, and I'm like, are Mexicans? Is that how you're making them sound? No, I don't, listen, no, Mar- I don't have an Armenian. Hey, yes, say I'm from Armenia, homes. <laughs> Orale. <laughs> so during the wedding, I'm sitting with um, a guy named Thomas, who is fucking absolutely amazing, and Kurt, who is also amazing. They are the pilots for the company. So Dre, who is Post's like main manager, he's this short uh, black dude from London, and his name is Dre London, and he has his own jet, and he yeah. has his own pilots, and they come with him to these events. Well, this guy Thomas is some super handsome, badass, fucking just one of the best pilots in the world, apparently, because he like, did all these like crazy government like uh jobs and contracting to fly around and do he was telling me some shit i'm not supposed to repeat he definitely showed me some photos of shit i'm like whoa that's fucking cool some shit that had something to do with some shit like that he was like telling me that i will tell you later that i should definitely tell you about it was definitely on some whoa shit but anyways Super cool, and I guess he's <laughs> you might be like me. a valley girl. There's some shit that's gonna be some shit, and you're gonna be like, whoa. Well, I, just out of respect to him, in case yeah. you know, I don't want to say what he told me. But yeah, don't get the vaccine. Well, it's too late. Yeah, um, but anyways, 
he uh, he was. I, I really should talk about some of it, but no, because you'll go on forever and you won't have the right details. Yeah. And then well, I saw pictures. He showed me pictures. Yeah, and I was like, you read yep. a meme. Yeah, but I was like, oh, that's the uh, yep, that's definitely Ebola. Okay, anyways, um, that's definitely a by a picture. Yeah, <laughs> Mike Music and Spot Ebola. He's like, oh, that's uh, he was all right, that's he, Ebola. He was he he had to like transfer. <laughs> Look at it. You see you see the edges over there. He I was, know you want to think it's SARS. But look again. That's Ebola. Uh, he's, I, I'll send you some links and shit. Or some. Never mind. I don't even <laughs> want to talk about it because this guy is so cool. Apparently, he's been following me for a while. And me and the two pilots uh, basically sat at the wedding table talking shit and getting drunk as fuck and laughing because we had all kinds of inside jokes. We have, like, we know all the same homies. Yeah. A part of the whole crew. And it was definitely. Like I had the vibe where I was nice and lit enough to where I I felt like I was Rodney Dangerfield coming into the fucking Caddyshack. Caddyshack, going, oh, what are y'all doing here? Yeah. And it was a lot of prim and proper people there, and then it was a lot of shit shows. It, I mean, I was literally hanging out with a woman. She's a beautiful lady named Angie, and she is tour managed from Kanye West for Jay Z, Beyonce. Those fucking uh, Korean kids, uh, BTS, BT, B twelve, BTS, BTS, whatever the fuck they are, and she uh, uh, is super sweet, and she doesn't drink. And then when people are like responsible, like kind of like the the tour mom type of thing, I always feel like I'm being judged subliminally. So I'm like, all right, let me calm down a little bit. Yeah, that 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 wedding night, I definitely got a little toasty, and we were just laughing, talking shit. I'm like, yo, fucking. Post Malone's about to show up in a fucking a jet pack singing congratulations and these Armenians and throwing money. And people started believing me, like, what the fuck? And, and then the rumors started coming around and shit. And I started just talking all kind of shit. And our, our waiter, he uh, definitely is former cartel or has a side hustle because he uh, something happened like where he, he burnt himself on his sleeve. Yeah. And he had to roll it up. He was bringing out some of the food. And it was some crazy ass like fucking cartel like gang shit tattooed all over his uh, arm. I was like, God damn, this hotel fucking got some uh, rehabilitation program they got over here. They, they they got some fucking real deal vatos or what? How do you call it? Vatos, yeah, yeah, vatos. I was a little off, you know. I was close. Nah, you were good. Told man. you, man. I'm a fucking Espanol teacher now. If you holler at me, you know, if you need some of that fucking, you know. Anyways. After the wedding, you went to another hotel, though, right? That, well, that's where you. Be, before to- I get to there, yeah. uh, we we were talking to this guy, and he started telling us like some crazy, crazy shit that a bunch of like the staff had to quit because they were they were near something and and something that they knew about something that was going to happen, and they didn't say nothing because they didn't want to get in trouble. So they their whole family got like. There was there was some crazy like shit. What kind of what kind of shit are you talking about? Basically, they fired a bunch of people. Yeah, and then uh, some people were blaming them on some stuff, some violent shit that happened with some of the cartels. Yeah, and then the cartel basically like, I guess, agreed to give them some employees, the people to like, hey, well, I bet you differently. The cartel was like, you're going to hire these people. Yeah, it was more like probably like that. Yeah, you're gonna fire these people, and I got jobs for my people, and these people. What do you mean, these people, Michael? <laughs> these, these people, you could definitely tell. We already had an incident with Aaron. They, they, they were fucking very, very like, oh, you know, I don't want to 
cause no problems. Like the very, yeah. very meek, humble culture, very yeah. chill. Like I didn't see no wilding out fucking guy. Like I, I didn't see no asshole Mexicans. None yeah. Of, I was there on. I was. I was there reporting. I had my eyes open. I had my ear to the Mexican streets. I was. This is Mike Busey live on the streets of Mexico, and we're scanning around. And Charles, I can tell you, back at the station, no <laughs> assholes here. None of them. Yeah, and uh, they uh, they fucking. There's a Home Depot right up this main main strip, and it is the most beautiful, biggest Home Depot you ever seen. Yeah, my I friend. can assume with the Home Depot in Mexico would with be a the big- giant like. A flagpole with this huge Mexican flag, and the whole outside of it has these giant like walls and uh, bob wire fences. And I was like, "Damn, they got this shit on lockdown." Because there's a lot of like construction in these areas, and you know it's a tourism yeah. area, so they're trying to rebuild things and make it nice and beautiful. And I was thinking, man, I wonder if there's like white people that go to home depot that wait in the parking lot no man they're to out, get to get a job they're outside office depot talking about do your taxes 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 yeah. no it was weird cuz i was like damn this is like the this is the this is the mecca this is the, yeah. the this is the mecca of all home depots in mexico this is this yeah this is the fortified home depot i and i had met this uh this couple and uh this guy named Grant, I guess he knew a bunch of homies, and he he had said he actually went to Saskatchewan Seven, like back in like the beginning of his college era, and because I knew he was wasn't bullshitting, because he described a particular night that I know happened, and uh, he had this super hot girlfriend that her and Courtney got along with very very well, and me and him were literally like separated brothers we carried we carried our own sweat rag we had the same fancy sh- shiny shoes did he we have were, a fucking did he tell you about his shit hanger he's like i'm gonna teach you a secret mike no but i'm, I'm getting taking a clothes that. hanger <laughs> he, he also has sleep apnea like me we had a lot of things in common and uh he's a super successful business guy and we're pretty much no bffs and he had a jeep there okay and uh, at, during when everyone was at the pool during uh, breakfast, he was like, "Hey, if uh, we're thinking about going on adventures, you want to come?" I was like, "Fuck yeah, I want to come." So basically, I had a I had a I had a way out off the fucking out of the compound of the hotel. We rounded up some people, and there's this other uh, black couple, super cool, one of Jay's homies from back in the day, and he and uh, he she had this he had a super hot Jamaican girlfriend, and they uh, came. We had basically I felt like I was on one of those. Uh, dating couples uh treasure island fucking survivor island type of uh, relationship island type of situations and we go to this place that i had already researched it and i was so stoked and when he said it i got so excited I was like oh explore i fucking that's where i want to go and unfortunately uh it's not free to go there when you're not already checked into your hotel yeah so basically, I had to spend. Did you think it was gonna be free? I was you were no, staying I there later. I no, I didn't think. I just thought maybe I could kind of like, hey, uh, what do you say? You know, whatever. <laughs> but listen, so let me back up. Later wow, that really? night after the, <laughs> after, after the wedding, are we? Are we are just, it's, I feel like I feel like this court stenographer is reading the the minutes of your trip. <laughs> after after the wedding, I was hanging out with this guy that I'd seen all weekend, and. He, uh, he's an older Mexican gentleman who I thought was like some Colombian drug lord. He definitely gave me the drug, Colombian drug lord. Why didn't you think vibe. he'd be a Mexican drug lord if you're in Mexico? Well, his wife was from Colombia, so I thought he was also Colombian. So thank you, Miguel. Let the record show. <laughs> and 
So he kept saying, you look like you were like the lead singer of Offspring. Offspring. He kept saying Offspring or some shit. I guess he like works with Bad Bunny and all these other big like Latin artists and stuff. And uh, he knew of me but didn't know what the fuck. Because like somebody's like, dude, I'm there with like like agents. There's A&Rs. There's record label owners. Like everyone there had money and was successful and, and was someone important. So I knew this guy wasn't just like some fucking bum. And then he started like kind of like joking around. I I thought it was funny, and I was like, "Hey, what do you do?" He's like, "What did I do? Oh, shit, I, I, I do a little bit of everything." He's like, "What about you?" I was like, "Oh, me too. I do a little bit of everything." And then uh, I I guess someone saw me talking. I'm like, "Oh shit, Mike's talking to him." I'm like, "Oh shit, this is gonna be interesting." So he was sort of gathering around, and uh, I was talking to the pilots guys because me and him were just fucking totally BFF vibing, and. He mentioned, uh, I, I told him that we had went to this place called Explore. And he was like, yeah, I like that place, except those motherfuckers. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, I guess the locals uh, are happy it's here because it provides jobs. But they also, other hotels and other small businesses are kind of getting their throat cut. Yeah. Because I guess whatever this X company is. They they are literally the Disney World of Mexico. They have a hotel called Excarit, and then is it a, everywhere or just Cancun? Cancun area, like Tulum area. Yeah. So they have it is the most immaculate, beautiful hotel, and then within that hotel, they have their buses, they have the parks, the restaurants, the dinner theater shows. There was nine parks, nine of them. They were all included on if you stayed at this beautiful hotel, Excarit. And I was like, how the fuck are they doing this? And the drinks, everything is all included. And he was telling me, he's like, they're they're basically like ruining the industry because people aren't going to want to stay anywhere else because it is all, yeah. everything's there. It's all inclusive. Yeah. You pay, everything's free. And he was telling me that he had had to own a hotel and he he was telling like elon musk and richard branson would like come to his hotels like a like a private little area and he had owns uh, i i don't know what they call it there it wasn't acres he called it something else and i was trying to like tell him how many walmarts and home depots is that (laughs) so he basically uh and we were definitely drunk and somehow this conversation started and i'll i'll show you later after the show here but he was telling me that the government kept trying to buy his land and that some cartel was involved and that his his younger brother got killed by them because he didn't want to sell it. And he said they were doing some excavation stuff and they found all these cenotes, the underground yeah. like sinkhole cave things all over his place and on his property. And I Googled it while he was sitting there because he kept saying, like, Google it, yeah. my friend. Go ahead. You go ahead. You go ahead and Google it. You knew this. This guy just, you know, you meet someone who's important. They just give that energy off, yeah. that vibe. This guy was like, yo, this guy is a, a fucking boss ass motherfucker. Apparently, he owned like a bunch of land over there. And they found, I guess, what is called, uh, I wonder if I have it still on my thing here. Oh, it's not some other phone. But uh, it was what's considered the, the longest, the, the oldest human skull. 
that they ever found. It was some girl or wait, something. Wait, wait, did they find it while they were developing a hotel on his property? Yes. I read this story to us uh, a few months ago. Yeah, that's, yeah that was his that was land. His? Okay, wow. They found that skull on his property, and they're like, yo, this thing's 16,000-something years old. It was some, and I think I'm exactly right on it. I had to look at the, 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 the article, but... He was saying they found all this and that. Wait a second, Mike. You went to Christian college. No, listen. Don't I got, you, does, look at the goosebumps. Look isn't at the, goosebumps. the earth like 400, 450 years old to Christian so, college kids? So next thing we're talking about Ebola, secret missions with the government, with these badass, handsome, fucking cool party dudes who followed me and was introduced to me. And this guy was walking around. Because some of these guys got a little arrogance on them. You know, I won't say no names. But my homie Thomas, he was like, yo, this is fucking Mike Busey. This is the coolest motherfucker here. Oh, my God. Fuck everyone else. And then, it, and then he was, like, hyping it up and shit. And he kind of got me like, yo, I got to fucking put on right now. And then next thing I started drinking some more tequila. And I started telling stories. And it was a podcast at the dinner table. Fucking Arminians are throwing money everywhere. Fucking I had never been to a wedding that actually brought a buffet out after the food. And it like, was like. I was like, holy like a, shit. Like a late night snack? Yeah, it was yeah. like, I was like, holy shit, this is great. Here comes the chicken tenders. I can eat this. All this fancy ass shit I didn't know what to do with. And I'm already fucking super hopped up on fucking tequila. Next thing you know, this fucking boss ass Mexican guy, rich as fuck, who, who almost looks like he's homeless and has a very like distinctive like vibe to him. Uh, and a bunch of people knew who he was there. He is uh, telling me that he was like, my friend, you don't understand. You are in the, the Riviera Maya. This area is sacred ground. They, these are part of what is believed some of the oldest human civilization. They, they had, uh, they've had relationships with extraterrestrials. Oh, fuck. And then, yeah, I was like, here we go, baby. I, I was knew, like, yes. I so like 10 minutes ago when we focused on this guy, I was like, where the fuck is this going? And then I started realizing, I go, Watch, he's gonna pull some alien yes. shit. Yes. Oh, by the way, too, I don't know if you saw the DM. Uh, dude from Ancient Aliens started following me, and he and he sent me a message. So I'll talk about that another time. Yeah. Let me focus on one crazy thing. At give a time. me, give me two minutes of Alien, and let's move. We got so much so to cover. So this dude was basically. Do you remember this dude's name? No. Okay. But it's some so Spanish that's shit. the best. That's the best part. When like I need to believe everything some dude's saying, even though I got his Instagram. I don't know his name. No. So I got his Instagram. Yeah. And a uh, couple minute, people. Minute Fifty on this now. A couple <laughs> people that I talked to were like, "Oh my god, yo, Mike, that's that's someone you want to know. Yeah. That's the guy right there. He's he runs this area. Anyone talking about so, aliens is somebody you want to know, Mike. No. Well, listen, listen, Miguel, you're not gonna like this following story. You're All not right. gonna like this. How following. long is this following story? No, it's, be, no, it's short. It's not. It's, hey, calm down. Come on. <laughs> I got a lot of Mexican energy in me right now. Come on, come down. So he uh, starts telling me that he's like, there's energy in this, and in, in his hot ass Colombian wife started saying, oh my God, you don't, go ahead, tell him, tell him, tell him, tell him. He's like, no, 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 no. And then the pilot's like, what, 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 what? And, and I'm like, what, what, what? He's like, no, 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 no. I was like, no, bro, come on, tell us what, what else? Tell me about this skull and, and, the, and this, all this stuff that you're finding on your property. And, you know, this guy's a major developer in Mexico, basically. And he has all these properties and he works in the music business and everything. And I guess anytime the boys are down there, they hit him up and he, like, fucking, they, they get to do yeah. whatever the fuck they want. Like, if Elon Musk is hanging out with this guy, he's obviously someone you want to, you know, know. And he, uh, he says, You want to hear something? I'll tell you. And I was like, All right, go ahead. He's like, I, I seen something one time. 
I have a picture of it. I was like, oh, oh, what'd you see? I'm thinking like, what did he see? He starts scrolling through his phone and he shows me a photo. It's a photo of a photo that was oh, like legit. taking, I want to say like in the, the, the 80s, the late 80s. And he's a kid. And in the background of this photo is this itty bitty little black looking teddy bear looking thing. And he called it a fucking dwarf. He's like, listen, there are, there's this, these lands are enchanted. This is sacred, sacred land. Precious energy is here. Do you see the dwarf? I was like, what? And I, he, oh, oh. Like, he's, he's, I was like, damn, that's Midget Mag. That's Midget Mag's baby photo. And it was this itty bitty looking black teddy bear thing. And I'm not no fucking professional photo analyst. It didn't look altered, and I definitely <laughs> still don't know what the fuck I'm looking what at. What do you expect an altered photo to look like? Like the shading, Wrong, the color, just... <laughs> the shadowing. Come on, Miguel. You 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 watch Pawn Stars. You know what what the authenticity shit needs to look like. I need to make sure there's no fucking. Fil- I already had Steven run a scan on the fucking data, the metadata on the fucking photo. Yeah, so I'm gonna Google Mexican jungle dwarfs and see if this is something that's been discussed. Yeah, no, I I don't know if it is because. I I immediately said talking about like, oh, you talking about like some Puerto Rican shit, like some chupacabra shit, like, and you could tell he got like a little offended. I like how that he's like, no, I'm not talking about a goddamn chupacabra. I'm yeah. talking about a little black dwarf who lives in the forest, and you're talking about stupid shit, bro. Is this thing I, I can find here? Let me let me see if I can find uh find it. No, it's on the other goddamn phone. Fuck, I had I had a meltdown uh with my phone. Too many uh, water adventures, and uh, I was definitely fucking losing weight, and my calves are still burning. I'm probably a good two weeks out, boys, from fully recuperating from this Mexican adventure, and, and my chafing is about three more days from being like livable, because I'm going to put my legs up in the air and put a fan on my crotch tonight, because I was fucking... Did you find any Mexican uh, dwarves? No. All right, you know someone's going to send us a link. Like, oh, yeah. Because there's, there's poop always... Bo- people, poop boy's on it. Yeah, oh, oh, there's always boy. someone who, like, hates on you by saying, yeah. Miguel, he's wrong. Look, I found the article. I love it. I love it when they're like, no, I found the article. Listen, it's from wackotimes.net. And they're like, and uh, it's real. So tell us about this. Tell us so about the me, other hotel. You went so to the other place. After all these adventures, and I'm excited, I went. we went to this place called Explore. And it is owned by the hotel that I haven't checked in yet. So I tell him, yo, you want to come? Damn, we haven't even got to the second hotel yet I'm going to go I'm make it good. So I, uh, this is the Mexican podcast, all right? Hey, we, we've been, we're going to do a full two hours, okay? If you can finish it then. I will, I will. You hear them, guys? Miguel's trying to cheat you again. Punish him. Send him dick pics. So this place, Explore, I've already seen... All this awesome footage. I'm like, holy fuck, this is amazing. Oh, my God. So I meet this guy, Grant, this other crazy rich dude who has a Jeep. Him and his hot girlfriend and my girlfriend all vibing. And this other couple, um, they're on some like, oh, shit, we about to hang out with some white people shit. Oh, you could tell every time that we told them what was going on there. They're like, oh, zip line. Oh, yeah, no, I ain't fucking with that. <laughs> oh, underwater. Oh, shit, what the fuck? So they kind of like swallowed their their fear and just kind of went along with it and shout out to them because they actually were doing everything with us definitely terrified in some points i could see but 
this place, upon arrival, you think you're like at a traditional, like, hey, let me walk into this lobby and grab, sign up, get my wristband, get my locker. It was like basically a, 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 an adventure theme park, a theme park and adventure place. Imagine the 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 infrastructure of Disney World meets the the Maya Riviera with all this beautiful natural crazy shit sprinkled in some modernization technology and some accommodating upgrades a a fucking 12.5 out of a 10 it was beyond if if I was to tell you to if you even get anywhere near that place and if you don't go you're a piece of shit or you're just really handicapped as fuck and you don't want to go down in some caves or, or fucking zip lining. They even had a fucking zip line that, that was fat man friendly all day. It was a hammock. You went down in a hammock chair, a seat, like a hammock seat, and they just, whee! And here I am, the dumb motherfucker tourist. I got GoPro in hand and my phone. I'm filming everything. And I kind of, you know, what they talk about, you kind of ruin the experience when you're always filming, but that's yeah. under the pressure. I always want to make sure... I'm making the members of MikeBeezer.com happy because I got a lot of shit to show people. And there was there was just times where you, you none of these motherfuckers spoke very good English. So you'd say something and they're like, yes, 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 yes. Ooh. And so you don't even know what the fuck. If they, they're agreeing to shit, they don't even know what they're fucking agreeing to. We, so Courtney and this other girl were hitting it off and another girl. So I like the perspective guys, of not you don't speak enough Spanish. Yeah, they don't speak enough English. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I love that. The selfish in me. Yeah, because I hear from all the time like a lot of people they don't speak enough English. I'm like they speak more English than most people in America. Speak I agree. Spanish. <laughs> I agree. I need to step. I need to step it up. I need to start learning some more foreign tongues. Player. These motherfuckers don't even have my food. <laughs> fucking assholes. Yeah. Fucking. I just just give me a goddamn Taco Bell. <laughs> fucking Uber Eats. So I'm fucking walking around and we're getting ready to go on all these things and we're trying to like figure out who's terrified shitless of this and who's not down to do that well courtney's like yeah i'm down to everything and i'm like down to everything except for a couple things i'm like oh i don't know yeah yeah I'm, I'm i'm already chafed as a motherfucker grant you yeah so i'm like i like to stay underwater yeah. you know some more leisurely yeah. but, but still experiences you can't do everywhere we start off with the atv things and i try to be a gentleman because remember this is still valentine's weekend yeah, in her first to... trip out the country so in i'm her like first trip i'll let you anywhere. drive the atv I can barely fit it in my knees hanging out. And you're thinking, wow, they're going to give these fucking tourists an ATV? That is dangerous. But then when you get on it, it only goes so fast. Yeah, like a golf cart speed or less? Yeah. But then it's like, holy shit, this is dangerous. Yeah. There was cliffs, caves, fire that exploded out of the ground. This place was like if you went on the Pirates of Caribbean and it was like, yo, no one's working. No one's there to like shut the ride down and tell you to get the fuck off. It was the most amazing slash that's the dangerous thing, shit ever. That's what I love about Mexico and a lot of other countries. A lot of other countries don't get hung up like the United States does on, I got to hold your hand through everything. They're like, no, we're not going to. It's safe if you don't fuck up. And if you fuck up, it's not safe. Oh, there was one part when we got to like the summit of, we were way the fuck in there. So, of course, me being Mr. Content Guy, I get out of the fucking uh, the, the ATV and I start taking video. And then some guys... Even when you're fucking up and they're mad at you or upset, you, they're not mad. Yeah. Like, the Mexican people are so calm, cool, and collected. 
So then you feel like more of an asshole. It's like all of them are Snoop Dogg. Yeah, they're you like, know? yo, man, listen, uh, I need you to stop. I need you to get back in the thing because you could fall down and die. And I was like, oh, shit, damn, this is a fall down like a motherfucker. And I'm watching people zip line. It was like, it was literally like you could choose all these different things you want to do and they tie in. There was at one point that I'm going down this cave and it says the the underwater adventure this way and these arrows and you're going down and there's these stalactites and shit everywhere yeah. you have this fucking uh, helmet that barely fucking fit me because i got a big ass head and i'm thinking like this is kind of some pussy shit why is everyone wearing helmets and then until i get down in these caves i'm like holy fuck i would walk i sh- i swear to you i swear to you a- at least a mile before the shit started which is why i knew that this shit was natural because I'm like, nobody, at least in America, wouldn't say, yo, here, here's where the, this ride starts. Get over here. By the way, you're going to walk a fucking mile and you're going to be like lost as fuck. And then eventually you're going to see some Mexican guy there waving you down like, here you go, my friend. Get on the air. And there was things where you could walk. They called it the subterranean. So basically it was like waist deep water yeah. through all this shit. It was the most beautiful fucking shit. I could not stop. I felt bad because I was Snapchatting like every single thing. But there was so much more that I'm like, I got sad because I was like, damn, I wish all my homies were here. I wish you were like, oh, fuck, my toe. Because we were fucking chin checking shit. Like, I was bleeding everywhere. And it's natural, like fucking water and they have the only thing they you know obviously they had lights and shit and like i said they every 20 or so feet there was a fucking little sensor and you see a little thing you wave to it and boom it takes your fucking picture and i'm like what the fuck and you know i love all this nature shit and stuff so not only is there atvs there's subterranean things then there's a thing you could float down this beautiful fucking and underwater cave river and there's this 50 foot fucking waterfall falling down it was like i I felt like i reset my mind and i felt at peace i was like wow it just i could have literally just sat there for days just waiting you know i get in the hot tub at dinner for hours i would have just sat there and just chilled and it, it was just so beautiful so many little things and at the very end there's a whole goddamn buffet and it was amazing because I didn't have to wait for some motherfucker to hand me ta- the tongue yeah. on my plate. I was just grabbing all the fucking shit that my American fat ass knew and trusted, and I fucking scarfed it down. Were there hot dogs anywhere? There was a couple times I had to pull some octopus out of the shrimp uh, that I was eating, but uh, dude, it was it was fucking cool. And I, I literally was had the hom- this homie Grant, who's now my my basically my fucking my, my homie homie, and we were just. Basically felt like, damn, we've stayed here for six months. We'd lose weight. Like, our calves were burning. I felt like I felt like in a real adventure motherfucker. It was so fucking beautiful. I am definitely making sure all of the people know about this place. Explore. It was 120 130 bucks, but you get to do all that food, drinks. They were handing us, like, smoothies and shit everywhere. That's dope. It was, it was fucking amazing, bro. I, I literally could, honestly, I just wish that was here. So I would never probably leave Florida if that was here. It, it would was, be all fucked up here, though. Oh, yeah. All rules and all types of shit, and then you have to pay for an upgrade. To, you can do it, but this isn't included, and blah, blah. At point, I when they were telling me, like, I couldn't quite understand. I'm like, hold on, you're going to let people just drive on ATVs, and it's included, and then go all around the track, and then, like, Courtney and this other girl, uh, they were fucking ziplining like crazy, and I'm just like, wow, this is, this is fucking cool. These slides. 
So on this training tour, next thing we come out of this cave, and this isn't like one of those haunted trails where you're like backed up to someone's asshole and there's a bunch of people behind you. It was kind of like just chill. You just kind of, you kind of felt like yeah. you're on your own adventure. But every now and then, all of a sudden, I'd be like, oh, what are we in line for? What is this? Like, oh, this is a slide. And I'm like, oh, slide. They're like, I was like, what? I, didn't, we didn't, I think we we're going the wrong way. Like, no, no, this is still a part of the thing you went on. I'm like, holy fucking shit. We're an hour into this fucking thing. And then they were like, if you want to go left, this is the way to the raft. And they give you those little hand paddles. And I'm like, wait, isn't the same river I just went on? Like, no, no. And there were times where I swear to God, bro, I was like, I think we walked like 10 miles under underground through these beautiful cenotes and these rivers. And it was fucking magical. And I'm like, damn. No wonder these fucking dwarves be hanging out here. This is fucking this is <laughs> magical like, cave dwarf land. This is fucking beautiful. <laughs> these aliens and shit, they were probably in there fucking vibing, bro. This shit. <laughs> and I was thinking, like, damn, could you imagine like some crazy EDM rave going on in here? In the cave underground? Oh, bro. Oh, bro. Oh, vibe. Yeah. That or the base would fucking have a major collapse and <laughs> stalactites and stalagmites just die shit. Yeah, no, I was thinking, I was like, I was my my gears are turning. I'm like, how do we turn this into a members weekend? We gotta all come here. Um, and then they'll know something's not right. It's like all these fat people yeah. with tattoos. Like the zip line's down again, guys. Yeah. Bro, it was so and, and Thanks, I'm like, tree. And I have I do remember hearing that like, you know, the Yucatan area there was dinosaurs. So it was all these Bottom. dinosaur uh fucking uh I don't know if they're recreations, but some of those motherfuckers look like legit. <laughs> you think some of them might be not recreations, but actual dinosaurs? That or they just didn't uh, pressure wash the mold off it because I, I stared at one and started knocking. I was like, Dan, this is a, this is a real fucking Tyrannosaurus Rex here. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, Dan, that's worth a million dollars according to some shit I've seen on TV. <laughs> I was like, damn, they just got this motherfucker just chilling here. And and I know, like, I was in the ground for fucking hours. I was, I, I don't know how I got sunburnt underground. <laughs> There must be some magic fucking crystal shit going on in there, but uh, explore one of the several parks that you can stay at. If you stay at the Excarte, 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 I was I was close. Yeah, and it's a uh, it's fucking it was beautiful, and I loved it, even though I was in pain and chafed. But uh, this Excarte place, they're basically <laughs> Excarte, whatever. Uh, they're the Disney of Mexico. As soon as we pulled up to the last hotel, we show up. They greet us, which is like, oh, okay, all right. Then they're like, we have, uh, we are going to give you your key. And they bring out this uh, basket and tongs. The Mexicans love tongs there. <laughs> and they hand me this fucking magical package that has the room key thing on it. And we had this magical fucking Legends of the Hidden Temple. <laughs> I feel like I was like jacking off Omac from Legends of the Hidden Temple the whole time. And uh, then they break out this fat man approved uh sweat rag that was warm and heated and it had like eucalyptic juice or some shit eucalyptic it was fucking great man i was like holy shit then just when i thought things couldn't get better they're like hola como esta popsicle i was like popsicle i was like fuck yeah and i'm thinking like hold on hold on i'm like stop courtney i'm like putting my hand like hold on courtney how much is this popsicle it is free free senor that's when they I was had like, me I was like, how how free? Like, it's unlimited popsicle. I was like, all right, drop a pin. We're going to come back to this motherfucker. <laughs> this place was so fucking huge that I literally spent probably eight hours lost as fuck. Lost. I'm talking like, it was actually, I know that they had to, they had to engineer the design of this place based on the, the natural elements of the place. Holy fuck. I don't think I'll ever be alive and go to... A more beautiful, more enchanting, 
just amazing hotel. Like I don't think they make one because it, it was, was that, it was that dope. Because it, it was like yeah, it, it was like the the natural elements. You had the ocean, and then you had this cenote river that broke up that. That you could go through and all these like pillars and these caves. And right outside your room was the river. You could just yeah. jump out, right? So I, I got a fancy I got a fancy situation and, and you're looking around and there was so much shit to look at. At one point I was walking around and I hear this and I looked down through like this balcony. I was like, what the fuck? Is that goddamn Corn Man? <laughs> and it was Corn Man the fucking musical. I was watching Corn Man the musical last night. This time, 24 hours ago, I was in medical watching Corn Man the musical. And there's this giant, huge, like, amphitheater fucking, like, cathedral. Like, it was majestic. So I was like, Courtney, we gotta go. So for about 10 minutes, we got lost in some elevators. <laughs> Did a lot of stair walking. Granted, I've been walking my ass off. I mean, I was walking up and down beaches looking for fucking Mayan temples. I lost weight and probably all gained it back at the same time. So uh, between all the pepperonis and cottage cheese and and, and uh, shit I ate and fruit, I, f- I feel pretty fucking good right now. I did ruin it upon arrival getting Taco Bell. Straight to the Taco Bell. But, bro, I'm telling you, man, I think we need to go down London for six months. We'll lose a shitload of weight and we'll, uh, we'll eat some food that I'll fucking be disgusted by. But I will literally just live on fruit I'm- and diarrhea everywhere and walk and go see. Because it was like, even our hotel, it's on the water of like, it looks like someone puts like some dye in the water. It's like that beautiful teal, turquoise. turquoise. Teal, yeah. yeah. And I can see the goddamn fish swimming around. And there's like all these, imagine like spring break there. I was like, oh my God, a member's weekend at this place. I've already had hundreds of people messaging me like, what is this place? What is this place? So we're going to hook up with our travel agent. Yeah, we're going to hook up with Chad and uh, we're going to put something together, guys, for a few months from now. We have to. Even if only like 10 of you show up, you won't regret it because there were people that had been there. They were messaging me like, oh my God, bro, you got to go see da 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 da. And I was like, I'm... I'm at the fucking Cornman Musical Festival. It was like some Mayan temple shit. And like the front of the stage had water on it. It had like like Vegas like geysers and lights. And and there was like some really weird shit because I hate musicals. Yeah. But I was, and it was like a, I was like, damn, can you imagine like us doing a live stage show and a concert here? And we were only at one, we were at the like the, the sun of the, the hotel. Yeah. So there was two excrete. Ex carte. Ex And we were at the one that has like just for like adults. Right, right. So there was a whole nother side, which I, I believe was the first hotel build. What, and that's what I saw all the videos on that like had me absolutely blown away. I didn't go even go on that side. It was a good like probably 10 minute fucking boat ride because there was like a. It was like, like Italy. A ferry that took yeah, you it was like a little like gondola, gondola, fucking Mexican Mayan fucking <laughs> boat ride that went back and forth. And there was we would look at this fucking map, and I was like, "Holy fuck! How does anyone even get back?" And I we weren't the only ones. There was fucking gringos, couples walking around like staring at shit. Like, where do we get back? And we had to like start, you know, I had to use some of my fucking. My ROTC Ranger fucking skills, and I had Boy. to start finding the highest Boy. point, and I had to fucking start dropping fucking uh, dimes on shit. I was like bringing chalk in, like drawing arrows on maps. It was—I swear to God—I'm not even exaggerating, bro. It was so fucking huge. It was actually annoying the fucking shit on me because I was like, "Holy fuck!" 
and our room is amazing. They had one of the little fancy little uh, bathrooms that like were opened up, and you could shit. And then you got this little switch that you could fog up the window, like the, yeah, the gas yeah. or whatever. However the fuck they do it. And then like the the what would be a kitchen area had like a whole opened area, and then the the fucking the room had this like limestone slab balcony, and three four feet below it was the river. And hammocks, and I Courtney fell asleep two times when her, her her last night there. She fell asleep in the in the fucking uh, the hammock on the, the hammock wrapped up, and I was like, man, this is the fucking coolest thing. And you could go down, and there was like little fucking caves everywhere. I was I saw like probably four weddings. I accidentally rolled up like an asshole on multiple weddings, and saw so much shit. And I I was scared off. I was like I couldn't. Uh, afford to go too far away because i was like yo i'm lost as fuck right here i don't even know i feel like there were times i went down the hallway <clears throat> and i found a whole nother goddamn hotel on the hotel property <laughs> i was like what the fuck is going on here and they had all these you know those traditional like swim up bars yeah. and infinity pools and i thought we were at the big one and then like day two i found i was at the small one i was like what the fuck i was like and there was, you know, some couple scallywags there and shit. I actually think a girl I matched on Bumble, I saw her not once but twice, and she was hot. And she looked at me, I looked at her, and I'm like, I was waiting for her, like her boyfriend, her husband. Because by the way, listen, bring pussy to Mexico, because you ain't, you might not get it out there unless you get, you know, get to swiping pre. I, I recommend you changing. Your destination on your Tinder. I would say Tinder, but I'm banned from it now for some fucking reason. I think it's because everyone thinks it's not me and shit. Because people don't talk back to somebody. You nonchalantly got me and Chris banned from Tinder, too. We yeah, because I had to use your phone out. number. Yeah, and I love this. I thought about this. If we ever got Mike banned on something, even if he didn't use it, he would have oh, a meltdown. That. Oh, yeah. And then when he got me banned on Tinder, he was like, I don't know. That's your that was his answer. Because I'm like trying to figure out how, how are they tracking that it's me. You selfish know? fuck though. You're, you're no, I'll, I'll get you a new phone. You go, you go, I don't know. That was all he said. And I was like, dude, if I got Mike banned on something he didn't even use, like I got you banned on Russian Tinder, you're like, oh, fucking great. Well, that's great. I've been jacking off in Russia the rest of my life now, Miguel. God damn it. So but yeah, yeah, so you're, you're, you're sold on going back, right? Oh, 100%. And it was funny. Uh, I forget, I, I kind of didn't give one single fuck about the Super Bowl, but I did want to see the halftime show. I pulled up to my room after being lost, trying to find a goddamn buffet that I wanted to go to, just in time to turn it on to Mexico Super Bowl. I was like, holy shit, this is cool. And I caught the whole halftime show right as they oh, were starting. Oh, that's dope, though. And I was like, wow, this is fucking cool. And then I, I, it was, I remember the next day I saw a meme they were saying after this, like it was like a, a West Coast meets Eminem, yeah, Mary J. Bly. You know, you got Snoop, you had Dre, and you had everybody. And I remember seeing this like meme floating around. I was like, oh, that's it. I'm finally ready to admit that Tupac's not alive because if, if he if he didn't show up to that fucking yeah. halftime show, he definitely ain't here still. I expected the ghost of Nate Dog just to come down, hold up. Yeah. We're all like, hey. Oh, it was it was fucking it was pretty epic. Everyone's talking about it. Uh, I don't know if it was the best. I think everyone, it was just really big deal for us who are hip hop fans. Exactly, because I think Prince was probably the best. Prince, uh, Michael Jackson, when he, who's on the top of the building, and they basically—I I wasn't smart enough to think a stunt double, but they basically, yeah. like, how did he get from there to there? It was like a fake magic show. It was Michael almost Jackson. like a picture of a Mexican gnome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, listen, I'm gonna show you this later. You're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna. 
Mike Busey Adventures and friends, we're gonna go to some. We're gonna places. go hunt this. We're gonna hunt the, the gnome. No, this dude. This I'm telling you, like I, between this other guy, you're gonna see some bigger guy who is like just uh, diamonds all over his body and fancy car. He has, I guess, he said he has like a 600 acre marijuana field in in california but this isn't this here. isn't the same guy you're talking about this is the other well, guy this yeah. two, i met a lot of yeah. fucking boss ass motherfuckers but this isn't the guy with the with the dwarf though no but uh one at one point i was in my room <laughs> like christian shake his head he's after like, i watched oh. corn man the musical for a little bit and i was like oh, i felt really cultured I was like yeah i went to a musical <laughs> it was cool you know fucking i uh go back to the room and all these like there was like this balloons on the on the bed and it said like uh congratulations on the honeymoon i was like honeymoon I was like, oh what the fuck you never you never someone they kept calling her my wife and yeah. stuff and i was like yeah, i just stopped arguing like, better yeah, than your daughter yeah you know? <laughs> so, yeah and uh that one point you know i was i don't normally i'm not a day fucker but yeah i was like it is valentine's day and i have been drinking a lot of tequila so i was like get over it, girl come here she put on a little something something and uh we're, we're sitting there i'm about to get nasty and I start filming uh, her sucking my dick. And then Gentlemen. we're right there on the balcony. And all of a sudden, here comes these Mexican lifeguards <laughs> on these kayaks, kayaking by. And they're like, you can see them kind of like break character yeah. and look up. And like, oh. And they kind of stop paddling. So I put a little show on for these <laughs> Mexican lifeguards in these kayaks while I was fucking Courtney on the balcony of this shit. <laughs> And then I started getting paranoid. I was like, oh, shit, I hope there ain't no fucking motherfucking other people walking around here. And they obviously weren't snitching because they were loving the show, which I'm sure this wasn't the first time they've seen it. But, uh, it, you know, another thing was cool. You look over and everybody in Corn Man the Musical's looking at you. They're like, bravo! <laughs> there was, I met, I counted six people who knew who I was. And I, they came over and took pictures with me and stuff. That's cool. And, and they knew, knew. But when I left... Uh, when I was at the, airport, the airport, yeah, there was a fucking Guy Fieri restaurant. So I was like, oh, he's was got- that in Mexico? Yeah, it was in Cancun. Yeah, yeah, at the airport. So we went through. You know, there we were at our gate to fly out. That's one. I never want to stop. You always can tell an irresponsible person when they want to stop and leisure and bullshit before they actually get to the gate. Yeah, that's how you can tell if they're an adult or not. Yeah, like Aaron was like last time we flew to L.A. He like. Wanted to go get some. He was gonna go wait in line at Starbucks. I'm like, yo, we're not at the gate yet. Let's get to yeah. The gate. You get to your gate, and then you wait. Unless you're like four hours ahead of time. Yeah, exactly. Then you stall all the way. Well, as I'm sitting there, I'm like, because right, I don't like look at Guy Fieri every day. But I, I started looking. I was like, I can definitely see some similarities because I hear it every fucking yeah. day. Like, yo, that Guy Fieri. Yo, who the fuck is that? Guy Fieri or or fucking on. On the internet, goddamn Guy Fieri's really gone on Hill and shit. And the, on the TikTok especially, there's a couple Guy Fieri comments in there, pretty clever. But I go over there, and this hot fucking uh, Mexican or Brazilian, I don't know where the fuck she's from, hot Spanish girl. Oh, that's you. Oh, my God. Wow, wow, that's you. And she's like, same person, same person. I'm taking a selfie next to this fucking billboard. And, uh, yeah, and I was like, man. 
I should come in here dressed up one day with some hoop earrings and a, and a fire flame shirt and some fucking some extra flair and go in there with a camera crew and just start going through the restaurant and pretending I'm doing a I'd surprise inspection. I'd start going through like the register and being like, I'm taking the cash to the bank. Yeah. You know, everybody give me the I'm deposit. doing the drop, motherfuckers. Yeah, I'm Guy Fieri. I'm here to take your goddamn drop. Yeah, let's go to Flavortown and, and Chase Bank. I think they were going to totally fall for it, too, because I definitely... There was a lot of people looking at, at. They were looking at the Guy Fieri sign and looking at me, looking back at me, looking at him. I was like, "Damn, I think I got them all fooled. I could probably get a free free sandwich out of this shit." <laughs> you heard? It was, you told me it was real expensive, huh? Uh, it was just too much money for 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 what I was getting. It wasn't like like when you go to Paula Dean's restaurant, you leave that place like Jesus Christ, I'd pay again for this shit. You went to Guy Fieri's restaurant. It's just like okay, I don't know. It was it wasn't a big deal. So I haven't even uh, announced that I'm even back in America. So if you listen to this, you might be the first to know that uh, I was having some problems. Uh, apparently, iPhones aren't meant to go underwater after almost dying on slides. There was there was back at the Explore place, there was a slide that I was like almost didn't go down because I was like, I'm so fat, I'm going to stop and like yeah. Homer Simpson get clogged. In I always the- think about that when he gets clogged in the pipe and they have to remove it. Yeah, that's that's what I was my having. Life, my life, I so I was like, ah. I don't know but uh everyone was like come on let's go and they kind of rush you because they're trying to like all right send you down yeah. next thing you know i get me i get courtney I, for some reason she got in front of me which wound up being a very uh horrible idea for her well i got my helmet on i'm thinking all right whatever i'm bringing my my iphone i start filming bro i caught fucking air I literally went up the wall of this thing and almost, I could have died. I could have had like my fucking giant ass watermelon head just explode all over the Mayan fucking wall rocks. And it, I was like, for a couple, you know, like when you get scared, you're like, oh, oh, oh. And by that second or third time, you're yeah. like, oh shit, we got a problem. Yeah. I was like, Woo! This some this some real this some real fucking adventure shit. This is some nineteen eighties America shit. Yeah, like when we went to the the place in Oklahoma, like that that sketchy, sketchy slide, slide. Yeah, that you know would never fucking water mania shit. Yeah, yeah. I was like, whoa, this is fucking crazy. And I was just you know I just loved it, man. There and everything was great. But you know as as the as the last day, you got to get prepared to get ready to leave. So you start kind of packing and. Hopefully that those bottles of water that you keep drinking isn't going to give you a fucking parvo or fucking <laughs> explosive diarrhea or you're not going to get malaria from the mosquitoes that were eating you. You start, you know, all right, now how do I make sure I have everything ready? Got my passport, this, that, all this stuff. Uh, I fucking start, start saying, oh, shit, we got to fucking get a COVID test. So we waste an hour and a half to, we had to walk there, go to, I don't know how we even found this shit. I didn't even look. I just followed Courtney because me and Courtney were like arguing about where, there was a couple times where we're like, no, it's this way. No, it's this way. And we walk a mile and we're like, oh, fuck. I, I there was one point, I literally thought I was going into a restaurant. I walked down a staircase, these, these, these like limestone rock staircases and then all only to be led into a river. I'm like, oh, this ain't it. I had to go all the way back up. And then once when I popped up at a fucking wedding, which was cool because this one who was like, oh shit, I seen you, I seen you on uh, the Nelk Boys. And uh, Anthony's his name. Shout out to Anthony if he's listening. And uh, I was just fucking like, all right, gotta get this COVID test. We finally we go there. And they're like, oh, my sorry, my friend, we closed 20 minutes ago. I'm like, oh my God. 
Courtney starts losing it, starts thinking that she's about to become a permanent Mexican citizen. Yeah, which I, tripped me up because I always thought Courtney tries to remain so cool and calm. Oh, no. But, uh, yeah, Courtney was freaking out. In fact, I was about to go on stage to do a comedy show. I was doing a <laughs> and my phone's blowing up, and it's Courtney. Let's read, her, let's read Courtney's message, oh, God. everybody, that I'm literally about to walk on stage, and all of a sudden I get this message, and it says... Uh, please, please call me as soon as you can. I don't know how we're going to get home. We're going to be stuck in Mexico. And I'm about, like, the host is like, coming to the stage now. Oh, and I'm God, like, that's God, the worst. damn it. That's the worst. So I have to be up there for like 30 minutes doing my set. And then I come down to call her. She's like, go. And this is the thing, too. Like, I'm, I'm going to put Cordy on blast right now, Cordy. She'll listen to the podcast. Cordy yeah. be the toughest little motherfucker in the game until it's time for her to have to do some shit she's never done before. And she's like, go. I don't know what's going to happen. We're going to be stuck in Mexico. And I'm like, you're not going to be fucking stuck in Mexico. You're going to have to take a test at the airport. She's like, I don't know. I don't. And then the best part was I'm like, find the concierge. She's like, the concierge. And I was like, oh, you uncultured motherfucker. Oh, I forget what it is, but she did ask me something like, what's this? And I looked, I go, what's, what? What did you just say? She goes, nothing. I was like, hold on. What? I forget what it was. She asked me like, what this meant? And I was like, Oh my fucking god! Uh, this ch- isn't even like an age yeah. issue, like a different time era. It was like, holy fuck! I feel like a, I feel like fucking goddamn fucking Christopher Columbus compared to you now. I'm like, holy fuck! I'm like, I'm a, I'm a civilized, cultured world traveler now. When you guys got your, you, you ended up taking, taking your your test at the airport. So, I, so I, I started getting a little like kind of paranoid. I was like, all right, we're gonna cover it all. I've been down. <laughs> I've been down fucking some caves for miles upon miles with people I don't know. I'm anti-forcing me to wear this goddamn fucking face diaper. And I'm like, man, what if I do got it now? Anytime you think you got COVID, all your beliefs about before change. You're like, uh-oh. <laughs> I got COVID. Yeah, nothing, nothing will fucking scare you real quick. Like, Because now, you know, I know I ain't going to die from the shit. Yeah, but you knock, know. Knock you, on wood. You, know, you, might, you uh, might get super sick and just. Fucking so ruin everything. I started thinking. I was like, "Damn, what happens if I get tested and they fucking say I'm positive? I fucking stuck." And then what happens? Do they? I, I don't know what the. No, you stay. You stay, and, and you, you you go to stay at a hotel somewhere, and you pay out of pocket. Yeah, it's been like a thousand dollars a night to stay yeah. at a hotel, and that's not that's not in the budget. So I was yeah. like, "Oh shit!" So I'm thinking like, "All right, uh, they didn't check us on the way in." But in, in on the we got an email from JetBlue that said better yeah, have it. Yeah, because America's upon. checking. America's yeah. checking. So I'm like, oh fuck, because I was like, I could live on the beach and eat some leftovers from some of these weddings. I Hand out like a monkey and just yeah. run around getting all the food. I've been watching these monkeys long enough, and I, you know, I got I got some hands-on experience with some monkeys, and so I could I could be hunting and gathering from these ho- hotel treats, hallway treats, people, these rich motherfuckers with the room service, I could be uh, taking their trays. I was like, I got my little wristband on. That's that's the key not to not to take that off. Because they actually took it off us when we got on the shuttle to the airport. So I started starting stressing. Finally, we realized that you just pay 30 bucks at the uh, if you didn't get the hotel shit. Uh, I don't think you finally realized. I kept telling Courtney, you just pay at the airport. Well, the, the problem was, too, is that our flight was early, and they were saying the the one you had to wait like three hours or some shit. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? So, and you had to make a reservation. So all of these like inclusive places, I do have definitely some complaints. They definitely fucking closed the goddamn bar way too early, 
And I would appreciate if you don't fucking have to baby me and, and tong one pepperoni at a time onto my fucking plate. And I had to like, I had to guilt him and no, mucho, mucho, mucho. And, you know, I had to, you know, figure some shit out. But other than that, uh, I was definitely, you, I, I highly recommend anyone going there and don't book it yet because we're going to fucking. Yeah, we're going to set up, a, we're going to set up, we're going to get a group rate. Yes. We're going to make it a members meetup. At uh in, in Cancun, Mexico. As I'm leaving Mexico, I'm like, all right, I know I got 50 pounds in this suitcase, so I had to be like, all right, what's what am I leaving behind? And I chose my water shoes because they're all torn the fuck up because I had three, I had some spare tequila bottles from the wedding, they were had the custom label on it, and I had a bottle of Patron and a bottle of a uh, stole or some vodka. And I'm like, yo, this is like fucking 20 pounds right here. I was like, oh, shit. So I'm like, the the the, the tightwad in me is like, leave no no liquor behind. I'm like thinking, how do I put it into my... Someone needs to make a whole tracksuit that's like literally like uh, like a flask. You can just pour your liquor. <laughs> like a bubble goose jacket and yes. it all fills up. Yeah, because I was thinking they, don't, they won't judge you. They won't weigh your body. They're going to weigh your suitcase. Yeah. So... If you want to start bringing more shit, you just need to bring a, a giant tracksuit that has pockets all on it. So you can just literally. I watched some. I saw some meme or something. Some guy traveled Europe and he wore like twenty-seven shirts. Yeah, I've seen people put them on so they don't have to put them in their bags. So I was trying to be very, very fucking creative to make sure I didn't leave this two hundred dollars worth of liquor in Mexico. And guess what, baby? I got it back. I got it all here. I don't know if it's broken. I didn't look, but I would expect to see some shit. Other than that, fucking Mexico. I love it, love it, amazing, and uh, we all are, I'm making y'all go into these underground caves, and we're going to find those goddamn dwarves. We're going to go find the Mexican Magical Cave Dwarves. Is that the name of the podcast? Mexican Mexican Magical Cave Dwarves. Yes, it is. Yes. Hey, you know what, though? There's some people that can join us on this trip now. New yep. people to the group. They could also come to our events. They we got, we events. got some shit coming so up right now. We have now. the 20th of, uh, or, so the 19th of February, this Saturday, we're having a big meetup at Epcot for Ralphie's birthday. Uh, anyone who's a member can come on out, man, get your tickets, uh, and come meet us out at Epcot. The 20th, we're doing a show over at the Orlando Improv. Uh, it's going to be myself, uh, Marcus Crespo. Uh, uh, Jeff Kaufman, Dwayne Williams. Uh, we're all putting on a show at the Improv. Those tickets are available. And in fact, if you are a member or listen to the podcast or follow us, you can go on the OrlandoImprov.com website, uh, go to my show, and use the promo code Vegas, and we'll give you two free tickets to come so out to the show. I still have Mexican tortilla dust on me. We're going right back into the grind. Yep. Epcot this Saturday, Drunken Around the World. Yep. Members meet up, and then your show Sunday, the very the next Orlando day. Improv, yep. Damn, we're, we're, we're not stopping. Nope. And then the 26th of February, we have Family Day. And then uh, March 4th, we have the Oasis Spring Break Party. And then March 18th, 19th, and 20th, our first official members weekend. So it, it, it's nonstop. And guess who could come? Francisco Alves from Woodridge, Illinois. Uh, Michael Childs from uh, Wasilla, Alaska. Woody Jeffs from Thornton, Colorado. Uh, Calvin Morgan from Perry, Florida. Julian Riviera from Lexington, Kentucky. Francisco Crispin from Spring Hill, Florida. Michael Crumpley from Orland Park, Illinois. Uh, Walid Al Rashid from Tucson, Arizona. Uh, Cheapin Booze from Bath, Michigan. Uh, Carr from Ossing, New York. 
Michael Henson from Clearwater, Florida. Greg Thomas from Arvada, Colorado. Octavio Hernandez from Santa Ana, California. Walter Williams from Howell, New Jersey. Cole Stevens from Birmingham, Alabama. Mike Schlick from Royal Palm Beach, Florida. Chad Morey from Butner, North Carolina. Daniel Lee from Loudoun, Tennessee. Arnold Cheng from Davis, California. Daniel Moore from Cascade, Virginia. Craig Wozniak from Colleyville, Texas. Joshua Garcia from Pasadena, Texas. Giovanni Suarez from Richmond, California. And Michael Wathen from Bryantown, Maryland. Thank you very Thank much you guys. for being a member. We hope you uh, enjoy, which we know you will, all the amazing content that we're dropping, all the annual events. Make sure you go check out the calendar. Get uh, prepared to go on adventures with us. Come to the Sausage Castle party. Watch all the exclusive content. We'll see you this weekend. We love you. Hope you enjoy some of the bonus episodes that yep. only you can listen to. And uh, tell your friends, man. And uh, let's go back to Mexico. Let's go back to Mexico. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to I'm go down. right now. I'm so down to go to Mexico. I got to go to the Nichitsu. <laughs> the Isuzu uh, rodeo? Yeah, I got to go to the, the fucking Isuzu.com rodeo <laughs> shit. That shit was fire. I got Mexican on the mind, man. I love I'm glad, man. Mexican. Like, I just, I just, I'm glad this is how you came back from vacation. Bro, fired like, up. Other, than, other than a few little, little complaints. Because I know they're running a business. They can't just hand out yeah. all the free liquor 24 hours a day, even though they should. Um, and I, I literally won't be happy until y'all go to that place with me. It is. I want y'all to sh- feel that same magical experience like I do. Well, I'm so. excited to go. We'll see all you guys. We love you guys. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs>